Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Alex Faust, play-by-play voice of the LA Kings, and you're listening to King's Realm Podcast. Boy, do they know what good pizza tastes like. Welcome to the King's Realm, presented by GIS Media. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at King's Realm Pod. Also, go ahead and leave us a voicemail at 562-317-0087. The Kings finished off the year with a 31-42-9 record. That's terrible. Is that right? Is that add up? Do the math? That's, I think that is mathematically not good. Not good. Yeah, that's not enough. good. The first number is yeah. lower than the second one. That's it's not good. Yeah. yeah, never good. Yeah, we missed out on a season sweep uh, when we got beat by the Ducks in our own house. Staples out. That's right. It's our house. And then uh, we ended on a high note when we won the season series against Vegas and put them down for night night. Oh, that was good. You like it? Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, night night. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I am Dennis Wilson. <laughs> that is James Whitlock. That was my pun. Jordan Heckman. So long. Farewell. And this week, we have a very special guest. He was an instrumental part of the Kings 2014 Stanley Cup. He participated in the All-Star Game in Los Angeles. He announces the three stars of the game, but he's number one in our hearts. The public address announcer for your Los Angeles Kings, Dave Joseph. Oh, oh that wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Did I do all right? I mean, that was, that was, I was great. I was a bit nervous. I great. mean, I got the pro in the house, and like, no, that was that was good. James put me up to it. It's so. not a whole lot you can do with my name. It's two first names. It's yeah. tough. You know, I, I once heard <laughs> we were going to play that pun out. But yeah, I once heard from some, a very wise man: you never fuck with somebody with two first names. So yeah, and I have they three. were talking about John Scott, but you oh. know. Well, Dave Joseph works. <laughs> I'm not on that caliber. <laughs> He's only got like a couple inches on. That's you. a big yeah, boy. Few, yeah, and I've got three first names, which is usually a sign of a serial killer. So. <laughs> that is. He's got that going for him. Oh man. Yeah. I'm going to scooch away. Yeah. I'm going to tweet out where we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't bring any weaponry with me, so I, didn't I feel like a real serial killer doesn't need anybody. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of beyond you? that. I watch too much Netflix, so here, here we are. You're like, I got three names. I don't need a weapon. That's right. I do it with my bare hands, boys. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's talk about these last two games real quick. Do we have to? Yeah. Man. Yeah. We can. Hey, the Real Ducks. Quick. Well, uh, like you said, we lost in our other house. 
Uh, Amadio got his sixth goal. Grunstrom got his fifth. Uh, the Kings were not shy shooting the puck, noshing 46 shots on goal. It's like our vacation home. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's <laughs> not a very nice vacation home, though. Uh, Amadio collects a rebound for his sixth goal of the season with helpers from Wagner and Roy. And Grunstrom does it all by himself to get his fifth goal of the season, keeping the rookie train rolling. I've never wanted to speak hockey, but now that we have a Roy, I want to say wah. He's from like, Michigan. I just want to fight it just because everybody else has for so long, for decades. We could potentially get a wah. No, I don't want nope. it, but seriously. It's, it's, not potential. it's not French but Canadian. It's just, it's just kind of funny now. No, now we have a Roy. He's like, And he's like, yeah. no, it's Roy. <laughs> he's from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. There you go. He played college hockey at Michigan Tech, which is about an hour from where I grew up. Holy hell. We've had that conversation. You, yeah, brought that up already? Uh, briefly. Yeah. Yeah. See, they call us they call us Youpers. We're from Youpers, the Upper Peninsula. So the the nickname for us is Youpers. Really? And so what they what we is call it the derogatory? people? No, no, no. It's okay. a, it's a very nice name for us. And then the people who live <laughs> see, for those a little geography lesson, if I could. Yeah, please. So Michigan is a, is a very large state, not as big as California, but a very large state. It's actually broken up into two pieces. There's the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and then there's the Lower Peninsula of Michigan, which is shaped like a glove. Um, I don't yeah. know if you ever heard that? It's called mm-hmm. the mitten. Uh, so there's a six mile bridge that connects the two pieces. So, I didn't so, know there was a bridge. Yeah, Lake Michigan and Lake Huron wrap around, and they it's called the Straits of Mackinac. So the Mackinac Bridge is a six-mile bridge. It's the longest suspension bridge in the world. Uh, so we people we no call the deal. people that, yeah. that live below the bridge, we call them trolls. So Matt, <laughs> Matt Roy would be a, tr- a troll. We would call him a troll. They call us youpers. We call him troll. That's, <laughs> that sounds derogatory. It feels like it troll is, is a little, little bit worse than youper. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a good reputation. No. In every story I've heard. <laughs> yeah. So. People from the lower peninsula of Michigan? <laughs> no, trolls. Oh, trolls. <laughs> yeah. trolls. Unless you watch the, the movie, both. the DreamWorks movie. Then I would say they were pretty them. adorable in the yeah. 80s. Those little they naked yeah, they were. hair and shit. Yeah. He yeah. Loved, Roy must love to hug then. Yeah, Gritty's part troll because he got a little jewel in his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> we talk way too much about Gritty. On <laughs> we do. That is true. <laughs> uh, it works. It works. It does. On to the Knights, or the Knights. Um, Colts Chuck. Kovalchuk nets two goals on the night, issuing oh! yep, issuing the proverbial middle finger to his lack of playing time under the Willie Desjardins era. <laughs> that that goal had a lot of fuck you written all yes, over it. Yes, it did. Time to light this up. Yep, Koval shots. <laughs> oh, I see how that works now. Yeah, I got you. God, it's, it's still Russian awesome. standard. It's still not up to my standards. <laughs> what James Poor is the second one? For That's himself. quite ironic. That standard is in the name too. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Matt Roy goes goes bar down uh, for his second goal of the season after a sweet Dustin Brown quote unquote fake. Can I just point out real quick? There's a much nicer bottle of vodka sitting in front of James, but he's more in the Russian standard. It's got to be Russian standard. That was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah that's that's part <laughs> of Russian it. standard for a Russian player. All yep. right. Yep. His Fedka's kind of. What are you doing? No. Russian. You got to finish it. There's more in there. Yeah. A significant amount. <laughs> Why didn't it come out? That was a half shot. You gave him a half shot. Oh, God, you're such a dick. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't Let me sign just up for wash this. it down with more vodka. I'm just going to pour tequila over here. Uh, perfect. And then Quick makes 29 saves to help seal the game on what could be his last game in a Los Angeles Kings sweater. What do you think, Dave? More on that. You later. think that's, <laughs> that's a likelihood or? <sighs> we'll not see not what, what ha- you want. We'll see what, what happens think? this summer. I'm not. That's what everyone is saying. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's... I'll get there. Kind of a consensus. Oh, boy. Here we go. Go shots. Whoa! (laughs) That was aggressive. You took that well, champ. He's used to getting squirted in the mouth. 
Or that. <laughs> Hard to choke it's those not? words out. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be too proud of that. Yeah. I'm a sailor. I don't know what I don't know what to make of these. Doesn't make it any better. Quick situation. I see if I can get them off. You know. Whoa. It's it's it's. it's let's just say this. Cal Peterson, uh, when he came up and played for the Kings this year, played very well. And frankly, he paid, played better with the Kings than he did with the rain. Yeah. Although, with all the bodies moving... Yeah, the rain didn't have much defense. Right? I mean, half, half the rain was up on the Kings. For right, it wasn't there. really the rain. Yeah. So it's hard to judge Peterson from his yeah. time in Ontario. I'd rather judge him from the time he played in LA and he looked great. Me too. And Jack Campbell played... Out of his terrific. mind. Terrific. Yeah. yeah. So... You've got those two guys moving forward. You've got Jonathan Quick. The question is, what do you what do you do? Does he stick around for another year? So you guys brought up a, a great point on all the Kingsmen live yesterday, or yeah. at time of recording. Um, yesterday, where it was you have Quick at a good contract at this point for four more years, what, five and a half or so, some, something like that, and then you have and Campbell, half. who's at you know a mill. A uh, much better contract sure. that you'll be able to negotiate. Sure. Um, so who is going to have the better? And, and quite frankly, Campbell played better than Quick this year. So who's going to have the better trade stock? Like it's not necessarily automatically Quick that anybody's looking for. They might be looking at something else. So um, I thought it was an inter- interesting point, you guys. Well, my fear is that when Seattle gets to steal goalies from teams – you have you another Mark Andre Fleury type you, deal. Who do you protect? Do, who do you protect? Are you giving away quick? Or are you giving away the, your potential future in you're Peterson? Protecting Peterson. I yeah, think so that's then the you're only logical. Away, you're giving away quick for nothing. But at this point, how much is he worth on the trade market? Yeah, if, if you're not able to trade him in the next two years, then you weren't able to do anything anyway. If you tried, yeah. if you honestly put him on the market, tried, uh, and you got something better for Campbell, you're still getting something for a goalie. So it it, it solves the same problem. They're going to get rid of a goalie here. Well, and especially if you can send like a bad contract, like a FNUF out with it too, like I, to clear some of that cap space. Is, Good luck on that. We still have a little over seven mil. That's not a ton, but it's it's a lot better than where we were the last couple of Whatever years. Whatever you get for the goal, you're going to have to pay for them to take FNUF. For sure. But I mean, but we, we still need to have them take some of that for it to equal out pay-wise with quick. Because like you said, Campbell's a little over a but, mil. But the question there is what team is going to pick up Dion FNUF? You know what I mean? There yeah, that's there, what I'm saying. There aren't many teams that are going to Jersey needs a goalie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Jersey, what's up, guys? Heard you got a first, our number one overall pick. We got a goalie. <laughs> Dion Finos had, had a great career. Yeah. I mean, he's been a captain yeah. a couple of places, had a couple of stops that he's made along the way. But obviously the years are catching up with him, and the game sure. has changed mm-hmm. quite a bit. If, if this was the NHL from 10 years ago, he'd be fine. But it's not. Yeah, the game yeah, is yeah. a lot faster. Everything's a lot quicker. And you can see that out there. That's why he was scratched, sure. frankly, down the well, stretch. You, you look at him, he's more like the, the Mitchell and Scuderi type right. player. Right. You know, just without the, the reach. And, and Right. And Scuderi ended up playing a dozen or so games in Ontario, and then that was it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, you know, I don't know if that happens with Dion. If there's a, you know, we're going to send you to Ontario and play it out. And it he seems just decides to, me to retire or I just don't know that there's a whole lot of trade value there. Sure. For there's, right. I mean, there, there's there's always going to be the, the teams that are looking to hit the cap floor. Right. That they're going to need somebody like that, possibly. You've got your Ottawa's, you've got your uh, Coyotes and whatnot. So, I don't know. I mean. I think all but, their dead contracts are done now, so they, they might have room. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. The Kings have some, not dead contracts, but 
still well, paying Mike Richards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twice. He's still paying yeah. Matt Green. Uh, Matt Green's done after this year. After this year. Yeah. Okay. That's so great. you get those and then you get the Jeff Carter contract, which is still out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. He I don't know what's going to happen. Well, with, the last that, word was but, that he said he's not going to retire. Yeah. That came right, out. Right. So does yeah, open he, the door a little. He, he, he added a, a little fun tidbit. I, I guess we can go over that now. We don't have a format. So no, not really. Just gonna, that's that's we I like that. Yeah, we're not pros. Yeah. No, clearly. I like that. You're going to lose a lot of respect for us tonight. Whatever you it's have. It's not possible. Yeah. It's not possible. <laughs> okay, good. good. There's none there to start with. <laughs> nope. Uh, I've got a, earned. a couple different quotes from a few different people that I thought were pretty notable. Uh, this will go to uh, our these, general notable quotes. Is this exit interview Should quotes? we start it? Yeah. Oh, these are great. Yeah. These are terrific. I like these. Go for it. General Notables brought to you by Mrs. Zach. There you go. Uh, Carter on retiring and the threat rumor. Uh, I'm 20 games from 1,000, so I don't think I'm retiring. I have three years left of my contract. I want to be an LA King. <clears throat> I want to help change things around here, but I don't have no trade protection, so whatever happens, happens. Not the best grammar there, Carts. Um, and then after a, a <laughs> after short... you just fumbled the first line? <laughs> That's Jesus. getting edited out, hopefully. Nope. Um, and then after a short silence... And I never talked about retiring either. That never came out of my mouth. Uh, came out of your agents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> came out of somebody's mouth. That shit doesn't pop out for no reason. It came out of his mouth. Come on. You can't admit that, though. No, of course not. If you're it, the player. It, it right? came out of his mouth. Like, if you're trying to stay with the team. Who are you right. trying to fool? Really? Like, Rob Blake. You played a card. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> It didn't work, but everybody knows. Well, Rob Blake or every other GM in the league, which apparently there was no interest in Carter at the trade deadline, so it worked. Yeah. He's still a game. Whether it's because of that or something else, but... Or him just not scoring goals. <laughs> there could There's be that. something there, too. <laughs> but his contract's so cheap. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was two years ago when he was producing before he got his Achilles slash for you. 12 goals? Yeah. Yeah. 13 goals, whatever he had. And then speaking of uh, Rob Blake, uh, Rob Blake on the Willie Desjardins hire. James Porton stuff. Uh, <laughs> you have to announce it. That's your boy. That's your yeah. boy. It's got the banner hanging up. Big old Blake banner. Yeah. I like it. From his retirement. I like it. Yeah. Or from his jersey retirement. Oh, you fancy. He said, I put Willie in a tough spot. I don't know if he's talking about Desjardins or his own. But Blake said, uh, he came in. <laughs> on a team that I wasn't sure was ready to buy into playing hard enough to win again. I take 100% responsibility for that. That's on me. I didn't do a good enough job. I think he's Is trying to maybe help Willie maybe keep yeah. his uh, a chance of a job in the NHL right. with that one. He doesn't have a chance of a job in the NHL. I mean, maybe I'll be like, honest. I was going to say, how, how long before? I mean, Buffalo's bad, but they're not that bad. I mean, look at, look at the team Sutter took over. And what he did with it. This team might be a little bit more checked out than that team, but come on. I would argue that Willie Desjardins is not stuttered. Oh, I, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> but I'm yeah. saying, look at, like, I think that's kind it's of an a, easy uh, argument. That's but, fair. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of bullshit that he's like, oh, I put him in a tough Way spot. Way to reach on that one, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's. It, uh, who took over the Blues? He was in a tough spot. But I think. And look where they're at. Yeah, but I think uh, Craig Berube. But I think. Um, Blakey's also taking some responsibility, which is good to see. Yeah. It's good PR. You want you want him to say those things, sure. right? Like I, I didn't set the team up right. I didn't maybe I didn't hire the right guy. I didn't give him a fair shake at everything. No one expected him to be the right guy in the first place. I mean, we hoped. But right, but no one expected us to finish thirtieth in the league either. 
right? I yeah. mean, you expected them. Look what look what St. Louis has done. They make a coaching change and boom. Yep. Here they are. They're in the playoffs. That's what the hope was. I don't know how realistic it was, though. No, you also but, have to look at who was available to take over as head coach at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, if, if we would have w- waited like five more days, <laughs> we could have had Quinville. But yeah, that happened. Well, right I, after the it. issue there, I but think that wouldn't have happened. But no, right, no, right. Not. I think the issue there is you're you're already paying all these coaches. Yeah. Yeah. So you just let go of your head coach who you have to pay. You just mm-hmm. let go of your his assistant coach who you have to pay. Yeah. You have all these guys that are still on staff. You bring in uh Marco Sturm, who you have to pay now. All these guys are now on payroll. So you can't go out and hire a Joel Quenville who's gonna want five or six million dollars right. a year on top of what you're already paying mm-hmm. all these guys. So you had to get I don't want to say you had to get someone on the cheap, but you had to get someone who's affordable for a half season. Who you could go to Mr. Anschutz and say, all right, we're going to pay this guy X amount to yeah. finish out the year. You can't necessarily bring in a Joel Quenville and say, hey, we're going to get him $6 million. Oh, really? Yeah. On a Because we're already year. paying John Stevens X, and we're already paying this guy X, and we're already paying... Was Sutter still really? on, the, on the tab, too? <clears throat> I, I think he's, he's done this year. D- he yeah. was still being paid this year, I think, though. He only I think so, left. yeah. Yeah, so I think we're still paying him, too. I mean, to right. be fair... There co- were seven coaches on the payroll that one time. Yeah. Holy That's smokes. a lot of coaches. Yeah. And how many sit behind the bench, right? Exactly. Three. The other issue was that you have all these you have all these coaches that are there now. Not one of them played defense. Yeah. Now I don't know how much there is uh, to look into that. I don't know if that's a big thing or not. But you look at our the penalty kill for the Kings, which was so good for so many years, right? And then just dropped hmm. right. to well, nothing. That, that, this was year. All, yeah. that was all Stevens. He ran the penalty kill. Right. He ran the so defense. there's there could be something that you could read into that. I don't know. It's, it seems like they it want to go more offensive. <laughs> they want to they want to be more offensive. You hire offensive coaches. Pierre Turgeon came in last year and then wasn't there this year. But they wanted to bring in that extra offense. They hired Adam Oates as a consultant mm-hmm. to bring in more offense. You're also paying him. What did that do? Did you see any of that? Like, I di- I didn't any see benefits. It. I didn't. Um, I think it's just individual skills that he's working on the guy. You right. know, I mean, Clifford had 12 goals. Did you see 11. him and his people like <laughs> he career did last year? year too, yeah. though. Career year. Yeah. Like you had to at practice, like at TSC. Did you see them there, like the Adam Oates and his guys? No. No, no. So that's not something they were doing like on the ice there. Not that I ever saw. No. Probably not during practice. It was probably. Yeah. They probably hired sessions. him to come into individual sessions yeah. and yeah. I was I mean, wondering if there was any like type of workouts happening with him or. Yeah, that I don't know because or... he 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 also works with other players from yeah. around the league. Well, I know he like yeah, he's he, got a company. He's got like he's got his own. It's not just him. Right. Yeah, it's like so he's there's got, some red tape there that had to be yeah. worked through. From what I understand. I mean, I like the concept, and I like I like having an offensive uh, coach up in in the box. You know, being able to watch on. And sure. I, I like all those concepts. I think they're unique and and. They, you pull those from other sports, and they yeah. seem to work. You have someone that's off the bench that, that can take a bigger view and look at the whole picture and say, hey, listen, this period, this is what I saw. This is where I saw we could get better at. We should put more focus in. Sure. And maybe make some more in-game changes to hopefully correct, you know, well, that um, course seemed correct. to work in the beginning of last year. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know. I think it's valid. I think you continue down that path. you got to – you got to try things that haven't been done before because yeah. that's how new things happen. That's right. how that's how these positions become so popular. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say that's like definitely forward thinking. Like that's obviously the, the the league is maturing like into a more of a obviously we know quicker, faster scoring league. So the, you need to think ahead like that. And the, the fact that they did that last year, I thought was really cool. But, well, and they didn't have goaltending coaches until you know 
what, 15, 20 years ago yeah, was the first, right. you know what I mean? It was all, yeah. I'll let the goalie do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, and now it's it. very specialized. Everything yeah. is specialized. That's, really, that's, that's what they're heading toward. Yeah. Before right. it was the goalie was just the weird guy you don't talk to <laughs> right. because yeah. you don't want to mess yeah. with his head. Right. Don't like, address he him before the He game. didn't get any help because no one wanted to talk to him. Now they have their own coach. <laughs> right. Which is but, smart. And the Kings yeah. have done well with that. And that's, Billy Ranford is spectacular. Yeah. That's a program that yeah, the Kings have Absolutely. Every time I hear about like, oh, people want to talk to him and like potentially hire him away, I'm like, no. Don't. And he's still under contract for another year. Well, I, I was going to say Blake yeah. did announce that uh, yeah. Ranford and Sturm uh, were Coming staying. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless Good. of who the new head coach is. And, and the other guy that doesn't get credit is, uh, doesn't get a whole lot of credit, but you see his name here and there is Dusty Emu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dusty yeah. works with the Rain Goaltenders and he works mm-hmm. with, you know, Quickie occasionally and mostly with Cal and, and Jack Campbell and, and Peter Budai down in Ontario. But he's the guy that kind of gets the guys back into their game and works with yeah. their confidence and, and what they should be working on. He's, and I, talk to him here and there after rain games and he's a really bright guy i mean he's really yeah. plugged in and he's really done wonders for his, these guys especially jack because uh-huh. jack's confidence was at an all-time low when oh, he came yeah. here and they built him back up and look what he's done oh, since. Yeah. he's been amazing fantastic. yeah yeah his son played for the monarchs for a little bit too didn't he yeah and he played like for the rain for a short period of time too i remember that uh, jonah was jonah yeah. You know? yeah. yeah yeah i i remember there was a point where dusty was his the backup. emergency yeah. backup goalie. Yes, yeah, he had to dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it this year? No, it was like a year. I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. That's a great story, yeah, too. Yeah. I love Father shit son. like that. Oh, Father, son. So cool. Yep. Can you imagine, like... I, they interviewed him and, and just hearing him in the interview and watching him, like, glow with pride to be like, oh, I'm my yeah. son's backup, like... You yeah. couldn't meet as a better a, guy either. He's the nicest guy in the world. Really? He's great. Yeah, he's great. That was a good story. All right, one last quick quote, and we'll move on. Uh, Dowdy on how much is to blame on the players for another coaching change in L.A. It's all on the players. Well, I shouldn't say it's all on the players. A little bit on the coaching and the system put in place, but the majority of it's all on the players and us not playing to the best of our abilities. Good on him. I, mean, I, I don't agree with him, but good on him. You don't agree with him? I don't think so. Why? No. Well, what part don't you agree with? I To say that it's all on the players, I don't think that's fair. I think you're – we talked about this all year about Kolchuk getting knocked down the fourth line. Yeah. Like when you're not utilizing talent properly, you know, as as a as a system, as a as a program, then you're not giving the players the opportunity to do what they can do best. So if you're not putting, um, we talked about this last night. If you're not putting people in the right seat on the bus, right? Yeah. If if you're not allowing them to and and feeding their their um, specialties. You know, it's like putting guys in the wrong job in your in your organization, and you've got you've got a, a guy that's great in ops, and you're going to send him over to sales. Like it just doesn't make sense, right? Put people where their strengths uh, are going to build the program, and and I think the organization has a big part in that. If you're not if you're not doing that, and you're not managing your talent, then the players can't overcome that. It, it, there's they can try all they want, but if you don't have the right players, you know, if you switch lines and you take fourth to one and one to four. They're not going to win games. It's it's just clear and simple. So he, yeah, but he, I respect that he came out and said that, and he took and he took the onus to to go out there and 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 just own it. Yeah. for the team. I but, feel like that's also very mature on his part because we've talked about this before about him possibly getting um, the C at some point, and that's very like more once he calms down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Calm that, that ass down, <laughs> Dowdy. That's very mature on his part, and, that, and that's him taking onus of the situation, blah, 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 yeah, but and then so him, forth. Him just absolutely reaming Burns the other night in a in an interview is like where it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's not that's, very captain-like. So, very captain-like. so I was- For I, no reason, like uh, just rambling. I'll tell you, I was talking to my, my kids, and, and they asked me why I didn't want Winnipeg to win, and um, 
Um, I was like, well, see that guy, Bufuglin? Um <laughs> I don't speak hockey, so. Um, you mean Canadian? Yeah, and if, he, if you want me to say Bufflin, I'm going to spell B-U-F-F-L-I-N. Just like you did in the text there today, yeah? Exactly. <laughs> I did that on purpose. So I said, see that guy right there? He's known for like the hits, and he's known for disrupting the play, and he's known for pissing people off. But anytime anybody gets in his way, he cries like a baby. And I go, that's not being a man. He's just parrying right? defense. That's not something I want you to learn from. <laughs> I don't want you to be that kind of person. If you're willing to dish it out, you better be willing to take it and know that it's part of the game. But every time something happens to him, he cries like a soccer player. And I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, so here's an example. And my kids are, you know, they, they like the king, so they know the player. So I'm like, other, other teams' Do they have fans, a choice? No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> Just checking. Like literally Move gun out, point. son. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't raise up. You're a Ducks fan? I didn't raise the Ducks You're fan. out. I would root for the Ducks if they got if they got drafted by the Ducks. I would. So, But that's the dad in me. Oh, if your kids got drafted. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I'll, wow. I'll root for any team that, that they sense. play for. Sure. Yeah, of course. But I'm like, it, other fans of other teams might not like Dowdy, and they might consider him the same as, as McFoolian. He's not as bad, but. Um, no, but I mean, it's like, it's like, we don't like Corey Perry, but if he came here, we'd love him. We'd love him. I yeah. don't know. There's a lot no, of Ducks fans that don't most, like Corey Perry. If, I don't know. One Ducks fan is like, yeah, I like Corey Perry. Hey, you Nobody like, what he does. no, you like what he does for the team though. He, no, you they like don't. the fact that fans don't like him. Well, well I, th- I and think there's that, also that speaks I, more to Ducks fans being well, Ducks the fact fans that they're, are, they're super you're impressionable. You're saying <laughs> Ducks and fans in the same sentence and they're not really fans. They just buy tickets and wear gear. <laughs> but they're not really fans. They don't know the game, so don't really That's disgrace fair. fans. I personally don't want Winnipeg to win because I don't want to see Patrick Liney's freaking playoff beard ever again. I think <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah, it looks like a Viking. He is. It's very scary. A teenage Viking. Yeah, like a yeah, tw- like yeah, a thirteen-year-old yeah, yeah. Viking. Yeah, yeah. There's like three <laughs> hairs coming out of here, and it's bad. My my, my son did hit, get me though. John was like. Hey, um, you should like Winnipeg because it's like they got a jet and it's like a military jet, and you were like in the military. So yeah, yeah but they're Canadian like, military. You're military. I was, yeah. Where were you? Navy. Huh? And so I was like, he was oh, a seaman. Shit. I was never a seaman. I was a fireman. <laughs> we were all seamen at difference. one point, James. We went over this last week. <laughs> My <laughs> brother was army. That's what I'm asking. Oh, really? 82nd Airborne. Oh, beautiful. Oh, wow. Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Nice. Yeah. Like a real man. That's way yeah, cooler well, than James. Jumped out of planes and shit. <laughs> That's. I just, I just commandeered ships. That's all. Nothing the wrong with that. Yeah. Someone's got to do that. Yeah, that was pretty job. important stuff. I touched got ships by force. Yeah, got to kick indoors. That was fun. You military too? No. <laughs> this guy. That's just what I did. One of the things I did, shot missiles and kicked indoors. That's great. So You're yeah. a real man, James. You're a real man. No, no. It's by title only. You've only been here for like 15 minutes. Yeah, so. By title only. It's, Get to know him. Wait, is that dude, what you're saying? Yeah, did yeah. you just misgender James? <laughs> no, don't you dare! Don't you say the word "identify"? Punch you! All right. So where are we at? We, we went off on a tangent. I don't a little know. bit. We That's talked right. about Typical. goalies. I think we're talking about goalies. Well, we we talked about goalies. Talking about quotes. So speaking of quotes, I don't I don't have the quote in front of me, but essentially, did you read about Toffoli talking about their practices? Yes. And how they were just terrible. Yes. Pathetic, pathetic. I think. So, yeah. So, pathetic was a word. So Ooh. with that. Because I, I just kind of good. saw it. That's really bad for a player to say. Is How, that because wait, the players weren't participating like or the coaching goes, was not doing what they needed I to do? I think that even goes back to the Sutter days, though, with the practices. Like, people weren't happy with the practices back then. How the old is the Foley 25? Something like that. 24, uh, 25? No, he's older than that. 
Not much though. He, he I think he's like 25, 26. No, he's, yeah, like, that, he's like Brodzinski's yeah. age. They don't have a good if, stat guy here. If you're not getting buy-in from a 25-year-old kid, there's a problem. Like I can understand these like people that have been in the in the league like Dowdy and Gobatar and, and and so on and so forth. You're not getting buy in from whatever coach walks in the door, but if you're not getting buy in from a 25 year old, that's a he's a Stanley Cup champion, barely. <laughs> hey, well, he, he whoa, lifted whoa, whoa. he lifted the cup twice. <laughs> now, on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Now you're crossing. <laughs> all all right, I, that was I, a little too far. All here, I know man. is this: when 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 Coach Desjardins took over, I was there to watch the first practice. I made a point to go out and watch the first practice. And here comes coach and the guys line up on the goal line. Was this after he got lost getting to practice? Yes. It was right after <laughs> he went out the wrong door. Should have seen going? the signs back then. He's 45 yeah, yeah. minutes late. It was, it was a little strange, but He's 26 he, in 351 days. So almost 27. 27 yeah. Okay. So the guys take the ice and they're, they're one group is lined up on one goal line. One group is lined up on the other goal line and they each have a puck and they skate out to center ice and they're stick handling in the neutral zone around each other. Like, and I'm going, what I did that doing? in squirts. Yeah. What are, yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> do, here? do they not know how to do <laughs> yeah, this already? Yeah. And I thought at, at that time, I thought maybe he's just trying to, it's his first practice. Maybe it's like a Steve Kerr thing with like the Warriors when he first got there. It's like, we're going back to basics. Yeah, we're right, learning right. how to dribble. And, and let's have some fun. Let's just, yeah, let's see what happens. Let's have, let's create a whole new atmosphere around this team, a whole new culture where we're just going to have fun and we're going to, we're going to instill fun and playing which, hockey. It should yeah. be fun. Right. Which was the thing, which, but that it, was the thing when like, he first said got they, there, like he was out, out there skating on the ice and jerking around with like, like everybody. Yeah. And, but and then people it kinda, said they weren't having fun. In but then it kind of anyway. stayed that way. It was like, okay, right. these guys already work. know how to, they already Never know how to do this stuff. They can that. stick handle and they can, they know how to keep their head up. They, they are, you know what I mean? Like, right. So at some point you have to, you have to, put in some other drills that are going to challenge these guys a little bit. And, and not that I watched a lot of practices, but from what I can gather from the players, they weren't really thrilled with the way practices were. Being well, I mean, run. if they're doing shit, they were doing in like squirts and juniors and stuff like that. Like you have to like increase your skills and right. get better. You always right. want to challenge people. Yeah, and right. if you're not challenged at your job, whatever your job is, then it gets boring and mundane. And well, right. you don't want when you're a professional practice. athlete, like you, you're there because you've been challenged your entire Jesus. career. Like you haven't spilled ever. Anyway, <laughs> you need to take the cap off before you yep. pour it. <laughs> so, you know. And I'm the drunk. <laughs> Fucking Jordan. Dave, you're welcome anytime. You're welcome anytime. You are our people. <laughs> it's official. I just think I just think there wasn't that challenge that they needed, that this group needed. You're looking at what, 10 guys that won a Stanley Cup yeah. here? You know what I mean? You're not talking about Which a group insane that of fresh faced rookies. Yeah, there were there were six, eight guys in the lineup that we're kind of new to it, but then they're kind of looking around going, this is what we do. I right. think, you know, Mike Stuthers gives them a lot to do in Ontario in practice. And it's not stick handling through the neutral zone. Right. It's how do you play the game in the defensive zone? That's, what that's kind of system bad. do you put in, in the offensive zone? What are we working on on the power play? What, and the power play was not good. And the penalty kill was not good. Well, and going back, it? going back to your Kovalchuk thing, he was a point of game guy under John right. Stevens. Right. He was a point of game guy. How does that? And then, Nothing instantly, yeah. Instantly, third line, fourth line, healthy scratch. So, 
So there was some, there's some beef there, and well, I don't know what, what that beef like, is so between the coach and the player. Did he like? Did there he was like, something. There's something did there. Miss Miss DeJardins like cheat on Willie with Kovalchuk or something I, back I, in I, the day or I, something because like, like it, like, it, it did. Oh, that's what? Rocky Road to go down. It, it changed as Rocky soon Road as he showed up. It did. It really did. Like there, there was bad blood there somehow. I, so, I don't understand how you can take a money. Willie doesn't like vodka. I don't know. We brought this question up last week and. You see this happening, okay, and and take yourself out of the office and just sure. as a fan, yeah. you watch this. You see this happening, and then you look at the office, and Love at some show. point, do you say, oh, that's a great show, Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky, quote, by the way. Um, <laughs> Go do you say that the office should step in, and, and, and if this coach is doing something that you feel is detrimental to the team, that you step in, or why would – why would you think it's allowed to happen for an entire season when you watch a player immediately drop in what they're producing for the team and you see the dynamic change of the team? Well, that's the million-dollar question because we don't know what communication there was between right. Rob Blake and Willie Desjardins. Was, was that it, supposed to happen? Right. Was it, okay, let's just play it out and see how this happens and you make the decisions? And Wait, are we breaking out our tinfoil hats again? Yeah, always, okay, always, every show. <laughs> they're in that drawer right there? Yeah, there we go. Okay. I just don't know what – is it let the coach make the decisions and let him fall on his face? I really hope that's what it was. You know what I mean? That's we don't know what was communicated. Yeah. Or was it I'm fine with what you're doing? I agree with everything that you're doing. You must have a reason for why you're doing it. We don't know the answer to that. But, should, but after – we games, ever will. Maybe, like, maybe we after, overpaid for this contract. Sure. didn't speak at, at exit interviews, right? Right. He, as far as I know, he didn't speak to the media. Uh, not that I'm aware. Yeah. Because I'm sure that would have been the first question. Right. And I know. That's probably why he didn't. Correct. He and gave... that's probably why he didn't go on the trip to Canada late in the year. Yeah. When they went to, what, uh, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, whatever it was. I don't know if he didn't want to face the media. I came in on a Monday morning and the team had already left on Sunday and Kovalchuk's on the ice skating with Craig mm-hmm. Johnson, like, skills coach. Uh, and I said, is he, hurt? is he hurt? Yeah. I haven't seen a press release. Right. And then they put out the statement saying, oh, he's not making the, the trip to Canada. And I went, But that okay. was his choice. S- Correct. Well, <laughs> that's, that's what, well, that's what it was. From what we heard. Yeah. Right. right. The official statement. Right. Going right. back to the exit interviews. We though, have he, tinfoil hats on. We yeah, don't know. That's true. <laughs> um, he gave an interview, was it two or three weeks ago, like about like his thoughts about this. And he was fairly candid about like, he's like, I don't get Maybe like, that's why he didn't do exit as, interviews. Right, he was probably, told not to. Yeah. Could be. He was just more like, yeah, you know, I, I don't understand. As soon as Willie showed up, I didn't get any more playing time, and that's it. The, the only thing I know about Kovalchuk is he's the first guy to be in the gym when he's there. He skates, then he goes back to the gym and he works out. Right. He is a workout fiend. You can't find a guy who wants to play more. You can't find a guy who's better in shape. What's we said? Not great on the defensive end of the puck, but that's not why he picked him up in the that's first place. Right. That's not what yeah. that, but what that's I also why he's supposed to be on a line with, with Kopitar and Brown, because they're the defensive guys. Correct. We, and, and we picked him up for that for that breakaway against Vegas right. in the very last game. That's for, the yeah. exact right. reason and that's why he picked Everything him up. that we've been told, everything that's been communicated was, we needed another 20 goals. And yeah. if we had another 20 goals, that gives us four or five more wins. It gives us 10 more points. It puts us in a better playoff spot. What we you could get with? that from Ilya Kovalchuk. It's exactly what they said at the state of the franchise is that right. that's what we're going for. So we need 20 to 25 goals out of him. Correct. And, and that will put us where we and need to be. And that would have happened. And did, he wound up with like 16, didn't he? 
Right, and and Hamdi Games was a scratch. Yeah, Hamdi Games was a scratch. Plus, he was only playing like six to eight minutes a game, if that. Right, and he really in this in the first stretch in the first six eight games he he didn't even get a a good shot because everybody was was uh, just on him and he didn't still made the he didn't get that that huge shot that he's known for that that Ovechkin style right the one timer Yeah. yeah yeah well I mean. That just goes to show you the the caliber player he is. He realized that people were on him and he couldn't get the shots off, so he made the passes. And he was appointed uh, a game player because he was getting assists. Right, right. He wasn't scoring goals, but he was making goals happen because he so, just he yeah. realized what was going on. So if you don't see all these things that are happening, if you're not taking taking account of what happened and where the season turned, and it was interesting on your show, who did you have from your scouting department? Mark and Eddie. Mark and Eddie. Yeah. He, uh, he spoke amazing about yep. it. It was fascinating. He was fantastic. To. Um, and and what he shared with how they look at um, it was it was great. If you didn't listen to it, how they looked at uh, the season and how they watched the season, so they know who they're scouting and who they need to put an emphasis yep. on. And they're talking like in the first quarter of the season, we kind of know how it's going. And I'm like, wow, hmm. these guys. I mean, there's professionals that that that's what they're paid to do. This is their life. Um, and as a fan, it's fascinating to hear that, that they, they're already honing in on, okay, this is where Vancouver's going. This is where we're going. And we're starting to really get, he, he used the word intimate, um, about we're intimately knowledgeable about the people that Low are going to be sexy music. I got it. Bam, bam, Keep going. Bam, bam. <laughs> Light the candles. Bam, bam, Go on. Bam, bam. And, and we're intimately knowledgeable about the people that are going to be in that area available, uh, for us to pick, and they start honing in on that stuff, and then they watch, and then by the by the half of the season, they know exactly who they're kind of honing in on, and they they're flying around just watching these guys. So hearing hearing that, and and knowing how how detailed they're looking at, and how this the team is progressing, and how the system is going, it's just it's surprising to me that that we're still seeing some of those things happen on the ice throughout the rest of the season when. There's guys in, in in the system that kind of know it, and and I would imagine the front office knows it, the coaching well, staff know should it. know it. They know it, and and why why there's no course correction, there's no there's no uh, evidence of a plan. Well, and, I think there was though. I think there was a plan. Okay, and I think the plan at that point when they hired Willie was let's just play out the season. There's that we're not gonna we're not gonna finish in a playoff spot. Did did anyone think when they hired Willie DeJardins that that was gonna boost the Kings into a playoff spot? No, oh, hell no. If I you mean, you saw at, the start to the season it was it was awful, right? And if you look at his record in Vancouver, was it, four, it was four eight and one with uh, when uh, Stevens got fired, something like that, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't pretty. So you kind of knew the trajectory of the the team for the rest of the season. Yeah. At that point, it was we obviously can't play at the level that everyone else is playing at. We're not, we're, we don't have the tools to do that. Well, look at the blues. So Did let's we not play have the tools. Or were we not using them properly? It might be a little bit of both. I mean, Kovalchuk stands out. Yeah. But I mean, you look at Tampa Matt Bay, Love for instance. stands out. You look at, right. You look at Tampa Bay, for instance, right? They got three 40 goal scorers. They finished right. with the most points in NHL history. And which many I years? think that was what I was talking about when I said three 30 goal scores on this team. Maybe I was talking about Tampa. Well, they no, had three forty no. goal scores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had we had two twenty goal scores. Damn. So what does that tell you right off the hop? You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. need goal scoring. So you need to 
If Kovalchuk plays for the whole season, he scores 20-plus goals. There's no doubt about it. Oh, right, yeah, right. Which one and was then, he hired for? Right, and then if you get a guy like Matt Luff, who you just brought up, who all he does is seemingly score goals, yeah. and he's got the most goals uh, per ice time on right. the team because he doesn't get to play a whole lot. Yeah, if he's, he's out there and he's playing a, a full season, he's playing 12 to 15 minutes a night. And he's got a he's shit ton of miles on his car driving prob- out to Ontario and back. But <laughs> He's probably going to get you 20 to 25 goals. Well, I just, I, you, you think about it. You, you look at like, kids uh, like Wagner. Like obviously he, in the beginning of the season, he needed to figure some stuff out. Sure. It seems like he's figured that out. Yeah, like he definitely did. He's yeah. figured out the finish. He was still only getting what? What was his last time at the end of the year? Still only like eight minutes? Eight, right. Nine minutes it wasn't a lot. Okay. Per the like goals per ice time, if you want to go with yeah. that, like you got kids that are being underutilized, and even going back to like we keep harping on Brodzinski, he's most likely not going to be with the team next year just because contracts up, whatever. But like, and he wasn't if, giving if a you're, shot. To if show. you're trying to see if Brodzinski's a guy you're going to keep on this team, which maybe they've already made the decision, he's not. And he was scratched. He kept getting scratched, <laughs> or put him on the ice for more than five or six minutes, and when he when he's actually playing, well, that's yeah. what no one quite understood. I didn't I, gra- I didn't grasp that either. The Why? only the only explanation I can Bernstein like, kind of, harped on that forever for weeks. The only explanation I can come up with for that is that they've already decided that Brodzinski's not coming back. Sure, like the the spots are already filled, so. Why are we going to give him ice time? We already know the answer. That could be so that because if you are trying to see if you want him, he should have been playing. He shouldn't have been getting four, five, six minutes a game, and he shouldn't have been scratched at all. Right. So I mean, it's like Kovalchuk brought up. We're supposed to be playing the kids, but we, he he runs out seven defensemen and doesn't play the kids, and I'm scratched. Like what? They well, also won three games. My point. My that, so. my point late in the season was why not scratch a Jeff Carter. Why not yeah. scratch a Tyler right. Toffoli? Right. You know you're not getting a whole lot out of them this year. It, the, the production isn't done. there. Yeah. Your season's over. You're not making the playoffs. So what does it hurt if you play Mike Amadio 15 minutes a night? And what does it hurt if you play Brodzinski 12 to 15 minutes? What does it hurt if you play Luff 12 to 15 minutes? What All these guys. Is that playing to the public audience or is that playing to your team? Like I think that's more playing to the public audience than saying, how dare you scratch Jeff Carter because we love him so much. Do because we? Because you want to play... I think the average I fan feel does. Like the fan when love you look for at the average, a little fan. on the downside right now. You think? A little bit. The, not with the ladies. The well, risk. <laughs> it'll never. It'll never go away with the ladies. <laughs> the risk you take of playing those. Not with my wife. <laughs> my wife. Ditto. Same here. Uh, I th- I think the risk you take of playing those guys for twelve to thirteen minutes is we might actually win some games. So <laughs> right there you go. So we did. We the did put out real. the hashtag slottery for the lottery. Yes. on the show every week. Thank you. Yeah, Jesse. And, corrected us and we we, yeah. we ran with it and he made sure to give you credit <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you jesse it was it was your it was your idea um i also did, came up with crapo for caco but that didn't work out either so <laughs> I, none I, of I that like worked that everyone said loose for hughes and i figured crapo for caco is good in slaughtery for the lottery and look what happens we get the number fifth pick but hey and you're I, gonna get a number, good player at number five i'm gonna put it out here right now on king's oh, realm is that i blame jesse and the royal half me too damn you for talking on the last post game about Knowing that we're Kings fans and all the shit we've been through, we're most likely going to get the fifth pick and blah, blah, blah. Jesse, you got some splaining to do. Well, I mean, they, I they don't just, like it. They looked at the odds. I almost called into the live show and say, you know what? Damn you, Jesse, because this is your doing. This is your, and you need to own up to it right here. You spoke it into existence on all the Kings, man. Or, or, or just like the 50% chance we were going to get the fifth. No, spot no, anyway. no. It's Jesse. <laughs> here's, it's Jesse. here's what you need to know. It was 57%. Andre, yeah. Andre Kopitar was the 11th they overall gave pick. you that stat. Yeah. And you're going to use Dustin it. Dustin Brown was the 13th <laughs> overall pick. Yep. Imagine what you can get at five. 
Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's funny. I've Kobe's, got, Kobe's I've got a, a steal. list for later. Kobe's Ander- a steal. Don't get me wrong. Anders was, Lee was a, a yeah. sixth round. This is pick. what I'm saying, <laughs> right? I mean, Luke, Luke Robitaille Luke was a ninth round. Dave Taylor was a fifteenth round pick. They don't even have fifteen rounds <laughs> right. in the draft anymore. Nor nine. Fifteen rounds. Nor nine. Yeah. Well, that was and he back scored when over there a thousand like points. Twelve teams in the league. So that's so, true. Touche. What does that tell you? There's going to be a good player available at five. There is. Yeah, there well, is. I mean, where did, uh, did Peterson go? Uh, lower than five. Yeah. So, and was he's, he fifth? I want to say he was lower than fifth. Yeah. Yeah. No, so he what wasn't that, top three. Right. So, so, what does that tell you? There's yeah. going to be a good player. It's just if you if you miss, you don't want to miss yeah. that guy. You know what I mean? You don't want to miss that game changer. Yeah. So. There's going to be a really like good, solid player available. The Kings have drafted the last couple of years. I, I have confidence in the scouting team. Agreed. Like, Agreed. Like, they've definitely picked up some quality players, especially late in the round. Well, you look like, at like, yeah, Jared Anderson, Dolan, uh, Kapari, Thomas, right. Kiel like, Thomas. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. They're they're definitely picking up their game now that they have draft picks. They're plugged in, right? And that's yeah. the other that's thing. We, how many years did we not have yeah. a first round we, draft we pick? We traded you know what I mean? Right. I mean, now there's two. The, the it right. We there's have, two, there's which two. could also lead to is there a movement that's going to be available because right we you have, have two, two first first two round for one, draft yeah. picks. Can you move up? Well, and you know what? Is it worth it to move up? We had this conversation with Jesse the other night, too. He's saying you don't give up your two first-round draft picks if they're available to take Jack Hughes at number one. And I said, if you've got a game-changer like that and someone's willing to take those two picks for the number one, I'd do it. Jesse was against that. I I think you do it. I think you do it just because we haven't had that. I mean, supposedly Jack Hughes is like Patrick Kane incarnate. Like He's he's supposed to be – I mean, he's still – 17 years old, so who and, knows? And, well, they're and really, always talking about you, his brother. Like, you look at his brother and how good he is. And he's better than his brother. And right. he's better than his brother right. by a long shot. They also play different positions. But. So in, in the interview he Doesn't had, matter. in the interview he had, he said his best, his thing he needs to work on, and, and the kid is a kid. And he's he 17 said the, years old. The yeah. one thing he needs to work on is his shot from the top of the circle. Which is going to come from age anyway. He needs to mature. He needs to get stronger. He's going to get bigger. He said he was working on getting more 50 and 60 foot goals. Yeah. That's so, I mean, Jeez. that's going to come with age anyway. <laughs> that's he where needs he to, needs to work on his yeah. game. <laughs> at seven, at 17, you're going to get that by the time you're 21, just by, just by pure um, age and, and growth and, yeah. and how he's going to develop as a man. Uh, he's gonna get more. Well, let's hope he grows. He's like five foot eight, so he's gay. He's 160 pounds. Yeah, he's small. But guy. look how good Johnny Gaudreau is. Look how good. I mean, Patrick Kane's not big. Look at, sure. look at how he, they're little. <laughs> well, they're and little look guys. at how they have no issue. I don't it's even think Johnny the, Gaudreau you know, met his talent. Too. Look at look at how Bobby like, Ryan like destroyed Oscar Moller. <laughs> Bobby That's Ryan what I worry about. Disappeared in Ottawa, so <laughs> he did. Which <laughs> got beautiful. I, I want. I want to say that it, it turned when wow. he when it he does. Had some, wow. fella. wrecked Moller <laughs> when he the was board. in the Ducks. That's, was, <laughs> that's an unnecessary fact, but you brought it up. My brother, who's a Ducks fan, always mm-hmm. said, "Well, him he's about a cold shot and three scotches in." So, <laughs> so no, I, I I I don't know. Do you do you make that trade or you know when when we we're talking uh, when you guys were talking about the uh, the draft and the fifth pick. Um, Bowen Byram comes up, the defenseman. Yeah, who's yeah. the That's only name defenseman that keeps coming up yeah. in the top in the top ten? 10 yeah. And they say he's ready to go, and and they say he's dowdy esque. Yeah. So I mean, mm, like. That's kind of a good spot to be in if you think he's he's listed right now well, as number six. Okay, it, it, it d- doesn't suck to have two Dowdies on your team. 
No. no. And, and the other thing is, look at all the forwards on this team. There are so many. You look at all the guys we have, right? Yeah, we don't right. have enough spots, Browns, everybody. Luff, Wagner. Right, exactly right. Exactly right. Amadio, all these guys are forwards. Trevor Lewis, right. Kyle Clifford, they're all forwards. Well, who's from, who's the defenseman after Dowdy? It used to be Dowdy and Muzzin when they were one two and they played together, right? You had forward. six eight on the blue line, <laughs> right? And and who right? Who I else? I mean, is I guess so you're up and coming. Alec Martinez, like, if he's not moved, so and then is, who do you have? You got Matt Roy, who'd be in his second year. You've got Sean Walker, who'd be in his second year. Well, that's where the rebuild comes in. McDermott, like if, you, if that's what you're going to roll with, that's like the rebuild because the the defensive core is not. I mean, McDermott, you're not looking correct. at some of those guys as your top two or top three. Your top well, none of them are other, other than Dowdy. Yeah, so McDermott's a bottom pairing at best. Right, yeah, right. But uh, but you know but where he's going. He's, he's, he's a seventh whenever we play the Flames. But he's I a seventh like, defenseman. I like <laughs> I like him on the team, especially because there's so much. There's going to be so much youth. Yeah. And those guys, especially if it's a guy like Jack Hughes or whoever it is that they end up picking, those guys are going to need some type of protection, being yeah. as small yeah. as they are. And have McDermott out there and to see all the games I've seen him play in Ontario. Guys don't want to go anywhere near them. They no. don't want any part of them. Who was the guy uh, that tried to? No, <laughs> absolutely. Not. I've seen him destroy guys. So last two weeks, I and I don't know if he was. Can I have this might, one? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, no. Anything you want. I'm just checking. This is this is There's your house. There's plenty more in the fridge. Yeah, this is your there house. There it is. Oh, yeah. So I think it's the last. <laughs> Again, Vegas Dave Joseph, game. you're welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're our people. Take you up on that. Who who uh, who tried to get a cheap shot when McDermott was down in front of the goal? I think it was a Vegas game. No, it was the uh, it was um, Sam Bennett. Was it? Yeah. Who Sam tried Bennett. to get oh, a shot yeah, on yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Then, and he got knocked and out. How stupid. Like, you have to know who this guy is. Right. He's twice and, your size. And, and that's and the do only some time. Scouting, bud. But that's <laughs> yeah. the only time you go against a guy like that. So if you know he's on the team, well, you, you know that if he doesn't get you this shift, he's got 40 more minutes to get you. Everybody on that team yeah. should have Trust known that McDermott me. was on the ice and you need to keep your damn head and up. And you, you don't want to go against Clifford. You don't want to fight that guy because he's going to stand up for the team every time. Right. And you need a guy. I mean, Clifford's going to eventually age out. And you need a guy on the team. I don't care how the how the league is going. You need a guy on the team to protect your team. Look at and Ryan Reeves in Vegas. Absolutely. You hate him, but when yep. he, if he's on your team, you freaking love him. You need him. Buffoon? You need him, yeah. Buffoon. It's your boy. Oh, my God. 33. It's my birthday, too. I hate it. It's like it's like he's just sticking that dagger in my side. Son of a bitch. If, if Son was, of a bitch. If he was here, I would just say, listen, just don't fucking bitch to the rest when you get hit. Just take it. Take it like a man. Well, I don't think he could because he didn't know where he was. That's that's like... Ugh. I was watching him on the far from where I sit now, on the far face-off dot, and it took him about 15 seconds to get to a knee. Oh, Benny. He, really? Yeah, he wasn't oh, sure where he was. Yeah. Oh, no. And then he tried to stand up. And just bad, lost it. Bad, bad oh, really? move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just went back so, down to a knee. That was so, a clean hit, too. Yeah, he looked like, yeah. like he had broken ankles, and he was just... Yeah, he didn't know where he yeah, was. was. I'm glad he we got into was. this, because I want to ask you... I love Curtis McDermott. I have not been able to ask you these questions. I want to do it on mic. Go right ahead. You had the best freaking seat in the house. It's not bad, yeah. It's not um, bad. You get to see... I can't see the, the near corners, though, so if I can complain about anything, that's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a perfect I job. have to look up at the Jumbotron, the, the video board, to see the near so, corners. Oh, I you mean the, the like, inside screens yes. that are inside the Jumbotron? Right. Yeah. The small yeah. ones. Yeah. Not the big ones, the small yeah, ones. Yeah, I've like got a pain in the left inches. side of my neck because I, I have to tilt it up all <laughs> the time. What a freaking <laughs> rough life you yeah. have. Right? We'll call Blake. We'll get you an iPad. Please. I mean, please. We feel bad for you. I did. My first couple years, I had a TV monitor down in front of me. Yeah, and I, I hated it. I couldn't stand it. I used it for the, like the first two or three seasons, and uh, I said I can't, I can't watch the game here. You know what I yeah, mean? And yeah. they show replays, and I'd see it in front of me. I'm like, I just can't. It doesn't feel 
I need to see it live. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't watch on a screen. I'm here. There's 18,000 people here. I'm not watching it on this screen. So when the puck goes into the near corners, I got, you know, sneak a peek up. I'm looking up right now as I say this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's fine. the only, that's the only shitty part. You know, if I can say that, like it's, it's, I'm not complaining about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 But if you've ever sat ice level in like really oh, yeah, close, no. you're, oh, you're sure. like, Oh, I can't see it. On, oh, I got to stand up. Okay. That's the only, it's you know, tough. Yeah. It's a great seat. I don't ever see you stand up though. Like, I don't, you I just, can't. Yeah. Cause then people yell at me. <laughs> sit down, jerk. Sit down, Baldy. Who yells at you? <laughs> sit down, Baldy. I need to come. I need to come down I there. I yelled at a lot. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been yelled at by a lot of players and <laughs> fans. Players. Okay. What do the players say to you? <laughs> players, come I on. say yes. But fans, if a fan says anything, you call me, you text me. I'm down there. I take care of it for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. that that's ridiculous. No, I had a Kings player say to me. Uh, it, he, I can't say his name because it's that's fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't play with us anymore. He played with us for a very short time. But uh, he took a penalty and he came into the box and I said, "Los Angeles penalty to number whatever number he was." And I said his name, but it, like, for instance, my name's David. My given name is David, but I go by Dave. Uh-huh. So, but on the, on the, on the roster, it would say David Joseph, right? Right. Uh-huh. So. You say it, the full it, name. It, right. So you usually say the full name. But Nathaniel I, Thomas. Got I, I never, <laughs> I, I've never heard this guy called by his full name. Uh-huh. So I would say penalty to Dave Joseph. And he looked at me and he said, can you, and I can curse, right? So yeah, he absolutely. said, he said. Where the fuck did you get that from? You can't fucking say that. Say my real fucking name. And I'm like, oh, wow. sorry. I said, it's my bad. Sure. He's, you call me by my name. I would, that's, a, that's the name my mom gave me. And that's the way I want to be wow. called. And I'm like, Whoa. wow. I said, I'm sorry. I've never, I've never heard you called by that name. He's, well, that's the name you got to call me. And I'm like, you got it. No problem. Oh, hey, hey, <laughs> and he was four. pissed. Wow. Pissed. But he was a guy with, a, he ran a little hot. His temper was yeah, a little yeah. hot. Well, I'd say Sean Avery, but you weren't there then. No, so. it was after Sean Avery. <laughs> it was after Sean Avery. <laughs> we don't want to play the guessing game. You know, that ty- it was that type of player. Okay. That type of guy. And I got to say, I like Sean Avery a lot more now that he doesn't play hockey. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> going to say, Sean Avery his, on social media. His classic. social media is Have great. you seen the uh, meltdown with the uh, bicyclist yes. in New York yeah. City? Oh, yeah. Yes. There's a new one with like a, a delivery truck. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like oh, yeah. this could now I'm not be surprised. a thing. It could be his deal. No, I, I like him a lot more now that he's not playing hockey. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, way better. <laughs> so how tough is it for you when you have to when you have to announce things like and, – and it's topical now because it's it's recent. But like going over things where you have to announce like a moment of silence for like Humboldt or you have to announce these things that, that kind of hit all of us to the yeah. core. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to maintain your shit. Yeah. To to get through it and and be the one that kind of guides the whole moment. Holy downer, James. Um, no, no. It's it, it, I mean, we got the stick out front of the studio. Yeah, which is far oh, away from wrong. my house, you know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's out front of the studio, and it's. <laughs> is there something in your eye? I feel like no. Oh, it, oh it you're is. winking. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I think about like. You've got to be one of the strongest men we know because that has to be tough to be able to get through it. And I would imagine practice. Uh, yeah, I run through it about 15 or 20,000 yeah. times before I actually have to read it in front of the building. Yeah. Um, but that's the toughest thing for me to do is those moments of silence. And the last the, the last home game, we did the moment of silence for the Humboldt yeah. kids that were lost in the Humboldt and how it affected that whole community. And I must have read that probably 20 or 25 times before I actually did it live. Um, but the one that, the one that takes me back is the, uh, the Boston marathon bombing, which I don't know why it hit me so much. Right. 
I get choked up but now just thinking about it. But uh, you can hear, if you go back and listen to that moment of silence, and I, I'm not ashamed of this. And Like, you no, can hear the break in my voice yeah. because it, because it, like, I'm human like anyone else, and yeah. it, hits, it hits me. It hits me. Um, and the, and the, the other one was this year when we did the stand-up to gun violence, when we had the shooting in right. Thousand Oaks, right. and we did the Enough. And I'm looking at all the players out there holding enough placards on the blue line, and all I the players on the one. bench, yep. and, and fans are holding enough. And I, and I almost lost it. Yeah, you like could hear I, it. I, I, yeah, and you could hear it in my voice. I'm, it's getting to me now because stuff like that is is real. Yep. Like hockey's a game. It's fun. It's great. And then that stuff brings you right back down to earth. And I'm not yep. trying to be a downer, but like that's so real to me. And it's just like like that stuff gets to me. So to, it's like going through it and practicing, and then after I get done with it. Sometimes, you know, I don't like the way it came off and I'm like, oh shit, I should have, you know, been stronger. I should have, then I hear it back and I go, it's just real. That's it's real. It it's reality. No. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. not, real is better. I'm not apologizing for it. It's yeah. not, it is what it is. I've heard it back many times and I say, man, I could have done that. No, I like, I almost like the, the reality of it. Like it, it has makes to it, be it that makes way. it real. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't ever think that you have to be so stoic and it's got to be perfect because right. It takes away from the moment. I think it 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 allows people. It allows well, it's the human feeling. It's just a human feeling. Experiencing that I think because the we're fans all going through the same and thing. And people just in general are going to appreciate like you being more genuine than like being like the guy that's just out there to say things because like it doesn't really. But like it almost makes you seem like you don't care. You know, like, right, right, right. So like, right. If, if there's emotion in it, that's what awesome. it should be. That's I, honestly yeah. what it should be because ultimately it, it it gets people where they need to be at the moment. Sure. Right, you bring people into the moment, and and if it's a if it's a down moment, and it's something we have to reflect on. It's important to reflect on those things. So, like I I walked my kids through. I played the you know the um, clips from the uh, one year anniversary of Humboldt, and I mm-hmm. and I I want them to see those things. I want them to understand that that um, these tragedies happen. These this is life, and uh, if you can't experience that, if we can't, ultimately, I'm saying if you can't own the moment, then it kind of takes away from why the team's doing it in the first place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I get, I get choked up even sometimes doing the, uh, the hero, hero of the game, of game. read yep. because a lot of times these guys, it's either like we did one this year where, uh, the person died and mm-hmm. it was his family was yeah, there. I remember and, I was there. going, Oh God, I, I mean, what do you, that. what do you say? Yeah. The family's out there. They're standing 50 feet in front of me kids. and I'm reading this thing about how this guy, you know, threw himself on a, on a, uh, you know, a grenade or something to save his, you know, troops or you're just going, wow, this is, this is real life stuff. This isn't yep. hockey anymore. This is real life yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? And it just kind of hits home. Hits it. Like I said, my brother served in the military and that stuff really gets him or a guy who's 92 years old and, and has, you know, he got a purple heart for serving and where, Which- and you go, these guys are heroes. You know that what I mean? Happens like that, a lot that, more in Ontario and I wish it happened yeah. more in stable center because yeah. um, they're bringing in a lot of people and, and they're bringing in firefighters and they're bringing in police right. officers. Right. They're bringing in people that just put themselves out there. So the other, the other one that got to me was the one where we had the, uh, where we reunited the soldier who came back this year. Yeah. His family yeah. was waiting was on the ice yeah, and yeah. the soldier yeah. came out and I'm like, I must've read that 50 times before the game. I said, I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to lose it. I'm like, I and then it. I saw the guy come up from the bench and I went, and I knew it was happening, and I just, I was just like, and those, here he is, there, 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 there goes my voice. I'm like, oh yeah. boy, here we go again. And it's like, but it's real. It's just the moment. Like I'm, I'm just to me, it's just I'm in the moment at the time, and I try not to get caught up in it. 
but it's a real thing that's happening. You're going, this guy hasn't seen his family in how many months? Yeah. yeah. And they're crying and his and his son and daughter are on the ice and they're giving him hugs and you're going, Well, how do you keep it together for that? If you don't have if you nope. don't have a heart, you know what I mean? If you and I look around the crowd and people are in tears and you go, Okay, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world you know yeah. what i mean like it's I'll, just it's a hard it's a hard thing to do I'll, and it is the hardest thing for me to do anything else is is easy because you those do it things, all well those things are really hard thank you but those things are really really difficult hey, i can tell you i, I can't say i enjoy doing them you know it's it's right. the it's the least favorite thing about the job as it a really guy is. that's been overseas that has had to serve and and do those things um it it is so important. Like when you do those moments, as hard as it might be for you, it's so important for that's that is my go to I don't know if you heard the term. That's my go to cry porn. Um like <laughs> excuse I've me. I've never heard the term. You've never heard the term? <laughs> I, I, I've, nope. heard, I've heard cry the term. porn. Yeah. Oh, so if if you need to like be in touch with things or you just like something really If you gets just need you, a good cry. Yeah. You watch something that'll make you cry. I go to homecomings porn. because I've been there. My homecoming was not good. Uh, but being away, I was I was I was overseas, and I remember getting an AT and T bill for my cell phone that I gave to somebody that can use. I won't say who, but I gave them to use, and and they were using it. Fucking Brandon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. And uh, and just I had I we were we were dark for three or four weeks. I mean, not a long time, but. You're at sea. You can't. You can't pull into port. You can't see any other people than the people you work with and the people you truly you're on watch with. And I got that bill and I saw my name on it and I just laid in my rack and cried because I knew someone out there, a billing agent, knew I was alive. Right. Right. So yeah. just seeing my name yeah. on a piece of paper meant so much to me. Sure. So when when you see these. When you see these reunions, like they mean so much to that family. When you see the kids, especially, and and I got I got to move on because it, it'll get me. But I never had kids in the military. But I can't imagine like your dad's gone and you've gone through so many exactly, things, right? And and you haven't seen this guy for a year in the Navy. We have six months. Army, Marines, those guys have over a year that they're deployed. Um, and you come home and you you see all the things that have happened. But that to that kid. I mean, when they're five years old and now they're six, that's a sixth of their. Well, life. and imagine you've got it, it's not like they're walking up to your front porch of your house. Yeah, you're at Center Ice at Staples Center, and there's eighteen thousand people there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Try to take that moment in, even if you're though that you know that you're now on the ice and your family's on it's, there, and you're watching a video of your husband. On, right, you know what's happening. No, it's but touching. It's, it's it's a moving moment. When it happens, it still doesn't hit you that right. this is now real. Right. So as as weird as it might be that it, you've seen it a hundred times and now it's happening, and this person's still surprised. Being away for so long, um, it's still so important because that that other part of your life is now home. So oh yeah, God bless you for what you do. Thank for you for the way you get through it. I don't know how you do it every time it gets me, but um, the hero of the game it's an important part, and I'm glad the teams still do it. I'm glad other teams do it, and it's um, even even the national anthem is important. So. Um, thank you for what you do, sir. You're welcome. Yeah. It's a small part. It's not, you know, it's, it's me reading a bunch of words, but yeah. hopefully it's words that have impact on that family and have impact to the people who are there and the fans and they see what we're trying to do. You know, it's a, there's a bigger picture here. Yeah. Like it's every time we have a hero, it's that person comes, usually comes through the penalty box unless they're in a wheelchair and they come out the Zam corner and I always stop and I say, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for what you've done. Yeah. Because I, I wasn't in the military. I don't know what it's like. 
but I can only imagine what it's like to be away from your family and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's hard. It's just, it's, it's, to me, they deserve that respect. Every time it happens, they deserve it. And and if you have a part in in getting out to an airport or getting out to a ship when it comes home from yep. deployment, yep. do it. If Agreed. you hear about it, get out there, do it. It's important. Um, just seeing people out there um, really makes a difference to people that are protecting us. So um, that being said, jumping out of that sure. and getting into something something that we could have smile about, what are some of your favorite moments of of just being in the arena and being able to announce something that's uh it's <laughs> just happened and obviously stanley cups that's that's huge yeah, 2014 stanley cup was pretty big <laughs> that's pretty big but pretty big <laughs> like some of those things that people might that's even fair. think about <laughs> what's something like, that's that my highlight someone that might think about might not think about but you're like oh my god that was that was great to be a part of and be able to say that those words yeah i think it's even this is going to sound strange uh not to take away from the la kings but when another player hits a milestone and, and we don't announce it. Um, but I know it if Ovechkin scores his 40th or whatever. And right. you just like Washington goal is 40th of the season. And you just go, wow, we're witnessing history. Yeah. Right. This is, this is pretty remarkable. What we're seeing here. Who's a natural 50 goal scorer every year. Right? Uh, crazy. So <laughs> yeah. there's, there's that, um, when Wayne Gretzky dropped the puck before one of the playoff games, like announcing, you say, ladies and gentlemen, the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's, it's that you wouldn't think it'd be that hard to say. Yeah. But he's a legend. Yeah. No, it just, he's Michael got the best a player ever him, to play the game. It might be the greatest picture I've ever seen. Right. Someone I know. Right. It's just like for those words to come out of my mouth. I say, yeah. this is like, I got to pinch myself and say, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the other ones are, it's, it's, it's kind of strange, but you don't hear the things that, like I wear a headset. So I'm, I'm in contact with 15 people on a headset the whole night who are yelling at me to say this or say that. Or, you know, we've got the lighting crew that's on. We've got the production staff. We've got all of our stage managers, all these people who are talking in my ears the whole time. And you're getting cues from all over. I'm getting cues from TV. And they say, okay, uh, you know, we're in the Stanley Cup final. And you're getting a cue from the, they call them the TOC, the timeout coordinator. And he'll say, okay. We're going live to NBC in five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. And you go, okay, red light's on, time to talk. Yeah. And then you got to do the starting lineups or you got to, you're not thinking there are millions of people watching on TV right now and they're hearing your voice and you right. want it to come out right and you don't want to stumble and you don't want to, you know, screw up any words or anything. It's moments like that. It's hard to put into words, but you're like, my phone will blow up because all my family in Michigan is watching. <laughs> right, right. My parents live in Vegas and they're watching. They go, oh, we just heard you on TV and you sounded great. And you're going, wow. Like, okay, there's 18,000 yeah. people here, but you don't think of the reach that it's having yeah. and it's going all around the world. And you're, it's just amazing. After we won the Stanley Cup, I couldn't answer text messages for like two days because people were like, I just heard you. I saw you. You just announced the Stanley Cup. You did. And I'm going, I haven't talked to this person. There are numbers I didn't have in my phone. Okay. I haven't yeah. talked to these people. Yeah. I'm like, how'd New you get phone, my numbers? <laughs> right. And I'm like, I don't know. And then after we won the cup in 14, I come back to my booth after everyone's parading around on the ice and everything. I go down to the ice for a little bit. I come back into my booth. I don't, you guys like rock and roll? Are you rock and yeah. roll fans? Yeah. Someone is sitting in my seat in the PA booth. It's a guy and there's a, a attractive woman sitting next to him. And he's wearing a hat. And I come back to the booth and I'm like, He's looking through all my papers. Uh -huh. And I go, what are you doing, dude? And he puts his head up, and it's Lars Ulrich 
from Metallica. Oh, <laughs> so like, and I'm like, okay, so I'm a drummer. Get your ass mm-hmm. to San Jose. Yeah, so I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> What's up, Lars? Like, yeah. holy shit, what are you doing here? He's like, so this, do you do this job? I go, yeah. He's like, this is cool, man. Like, this is great. Like, this is what you read? And he's going through my script and everything. I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's like, I can't believe this. Like, this is great. I'm going, Lars Ulrich is sitting in my seat. Yeah. This is... Who's like, a shark fan, happen. damn it? I know, but it's just kind of, you know, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that to happen. He's with his supermodel girlfriend or wife or whoever. And it, it's moments like that where you just go, wow, what is happening here? This is really That's crazy. You only really in do. LA maybe, but I don't know. I think you live a rock star life. Like you, not you really have, though. Not, not, not life. <laughs> like Ask my wife. She'll tell you. Your regular <laughs> life. But I mean, you are the voice that uh, you have your, and, and it, it might be weird for you to say, but you're the voice that people know when you go to games. You're the voice like a Bob Miller that people just associate with being and and how tough is it to walk into the job in, you know, uh, when the way you had to. Well, it was really difficult because David Courtney, who, who did it for so many years before me and did it so well and was right. the person that I learned from. People don't know this, but I work with David in, in the radio business. I had a 25 year radio career before I took over with the Kings. So David and I worked in radio for 12 years before he passed away. We worked for the same stations. That's how I got into this with the Kings. Did you say 25 years? Yeah. Yeah. Started in 1990. The math doesn't work out right. It does. I was 16. It really doesn't. Yeah. I was 16 when I started in radio. Can he have a 25-year and then six years with 1990 eight? to 2015. I don't do math good, James. 10 to 25. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't look it. Thank you. <laughs> like, damn. So I, I learned from it's David. It's really weird when James starts hitting on our guest, but Dude. here we are. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take what it. I can get it. I love his voice. I'm married. Uh, <laughs> so David, got, David brought me in. David Courtney, bless his soul, passed away after the Kings won the Stanley Cup in 2012. Yeah. He was the best, yeah. right? There's no one better. To, I love you, me. That guy was... 100% agree with yep. you. Uh, David was awesome, and it, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for him. So David was a PA announcer for the Angels. Yeah. So a lot of times, uh, in going back to 02 when the Angels won the, the uh, World Series, David would miss a few of the Kings games because he had to do Angels because the Angels were in the playoffs and making a big playoff run. Right. So David called me, and I'd been filling in with him. He also did the Long Beach Ice Dogs at the time. So I would fill in for David awesome. at the Long Beach Ice Dogs at Long Beach Arena. And then he said, hey, I got to do the Angels. I got no backup with the Kings. Do you think you can do it? So I filled in I filled in at Staples Center to do the Kings, a few Kings games. How'd it go? Yeah, it went okay. It was a little rocky, whatever. But it's, you know, I'm just getting my start here in Los Angeles. And he said, would you want to fill in for me on a regular basis if I had to miss games? And I said, sure, absolutely. So that's how it all started. So I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for David. David's the one who showed me the ropes. I still use David's score sheets. He he came up with his own score sheet that he used. I still use the score sheets. It says copyright David Courtney 2007 on the bottom. I still use them. Pretty right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll never get rid of them. it's It's the best score sheet ever. I've never seen one better. Uh, and I would still use his anyway, just out of respect. Yeah. He gave me, when I first started, he gave me like a 15 page packet of notes on what to do on, on how to set up the PA booth when you get there on who to talk to all the numbers you need to call in case of emergency, how you talk on the mic, how to set everything up. I still carry those with me for every game. I, and no lie, every game I take it out and look at it and say, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this. Like this is, he was so buttoned up. He was so good. He was so professional I mean, he knew everything about PA announcing. He was yeah. the man. Like, I can't give him enough credit. I love that you still use that. I, I'll never that's use anything else. That's really cool. Yeah. Like, 
That yep. means so much. Yeah. I photocopied the first one he gave me, and I just keep photocopying it, photocopying it. Photo- whenever oh, I need score sheets, I'm like, this is it. Just... Like, I can't. And I carry, I was at his, uh, his uh, memorial service, and they handed out these cards of David, and they've got his picture on it. And I still carry it in my bag for every game, and I take it out, look at it before every game, and say, if it's not for him, I'm not here. You know what I mean? I don't have this job if it's not for him. Right. So I've got to pay my respects to him and say, like, this is, thank you, David, for, for everything you did for me and for all the great years he had in Los Angeles. And thankfully, he got to see a Stanley Cup in 2012. Yeah. So it's too yeah. bad he passed away, yeah. you know, four or five months after that. But I'm glad he got he that. Was am- he was amazing. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. It's, I wish, I, the only part that sucks about that is because that was the lockout year afterwards. Yeah, so we right. didn't start playing again until January and he died in what, October, November. So November, yeah. he didn't get to see the Cup. Yeah, ceremony at Staples Center at, when they brought it back in January because we didn't start playing until January and I think we played Chicago in the first game and here comes the Stanley Cup onto the ice and I'm thinking the whole time I shouldn't even be doing this right. Right. you know what I mean that, and that's that, I'm not the guy that needs to be here that's right and that's and everyone says oh how did you do that well I did it because I had to do it right you know what I mean but it wasn't like no disrespect no disrespect to him he, like he deserved that he deserved yep. to be there no, for that absolutely. and that was that was the hard part. And then a lot of people said to me, well, you're not David Courtney. Well, you're, you know, you don't sound like David <clears throat> Courtney. I'm not trying to sound like David no. Courtney. That David was, had his that own thing. That was a thing. very hard part for us as fans to get over because David Courtney, understand. David Courtney was like Bob Miller to us. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. Especially exactly. like me as yep. an Angels fan, James is an Angels fan. Like Dave Courtney was like our guy. Yep. So to hear the yep. new voice, that was really tough to get used to. Absolutely. But like to your credit, like you've – You've made it your own, yeah. And it's absolutely. like, we, like if you ever decide to move on to something else, like it's going to be hard to get used to somebody else sure. doing the job. Well, it's the same thing with like, like Alex taking over for Bob. You know what uh, I mean? You, yep. Like, yeah, it's an it's no win situation. Bob was here for forty four years. He's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. Anyone who would have taken over for Bob would have had this same issue. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. So and nobody dealt with it better than Alex, right? Like right. the yeah. way he handled Twitter and the way he handled right. everything, he addressed everybody. Right. And he did not back off from anything. Right. He's like, listen, I think I'm it takes a little bit of that from Jim Fox. It's like, well, how did like, what can I do better? We're like, yeah, where people call him out like, oh, you suck. We're like, OK, well, cool. Well, tell me how to do better. I yeah. appreciate yeah. it. Yep. Give me feedback. 100% yeah. agree with that. Like, yes, they never do. Yep. He owned it. Of and, course and, yep. and I'll tell you what, it died off pretty quickly. Yep. 20, 30 games. Yep. People really voted in and said. There's hey, I'm still really... people that hate on it, and I'm just like, get over, get over it, man. It. Right. It's the thing is, Bob's it, not coming back. Life. The, the other life. thing is, right. like, the, what, what they're harping on is the fact that, like, oh, he criticized the team. Like, did you ever listen to Bob Miller? <laughs> right. Right. Are Bob was kidding? honest. Right. Yeah. So, like, come on. Yeah. Get off of it. Yeah. The, the, the other thing I'll say is, if this is, I just finished. This is my seventh season doing PA for the team. In in the seven years, I've never had one person from the staff management. Nobody has ever said. Can you try to do this? Can right. you try to do that? That's Can you try right? There's no one, there's no micromanaging. There's yeah. no we don't like the way you say this person's name, or we don't like the way there's none of that. It's we trust in what you do. Yep. And you're gonna make it sound as good as you can by what you do. But and I, I appreciate that more than you know. Like I said, I worked in radio for so long and I had so many micromanagers. Why don't you try this? Why don't you do this? Why don't you let me do it my own way? Yeah. And I've never had to say that. You hired me for who I am. Right. Not for and what you want. They've out never of the said that. And kudos to them. Kudos to to Luke and and Rob and Dean before him and all these guys yeah. and anyone in PR. No one's ever said a word to me about. Oh, you should try this or you should try that. They just let it play out the way it does. And That's I great. And, and I thank them for that. It, it, it's credit to you too. So 
good job and and thank you thank for you. everything you do i mean the experience of going to a game happy is, to be here man i'm happy to be here <laughs> i mean it's great it's fantastic. what what else what else could you i grew up playing hockey in michigan from age two three years old i started skating right and i'm not a great hockey player i realized i wasn't going to play in the nhl you played in the fantasy camp that, yeah well that's my that's my <laughs> nhl right uh but yeah it's like what's what's the next best thing like you want to be a part of the game. You want to be at the games. You want right. to be, I can't play. I'm not good enough to play and 44 years old. So I'm not the youngest guy anymore. Right. So you, this is something that I can do for the rest of my life. Yeah. But Yager yeah. is like 53. So. <laughs> right, right. He's, he's got saying. talent. Yeah. He's got talent. <laughs> he uses a stick <laughs> as a cane. <laughs> I just think like, like it's like Alex, like he's close to the game. He gets to call yeah. the games. Jimmy gets to call the games. He still gets to kind of live that out. This is me living it out. Because this is what I love. I, I I don't enjoy baseball. Like, I can watch it, but I'm not a huge baseball fan. I like football, but I'm not a huge football. I'm a huge hockey fan. Yeah. So this is this is great for me to still be able to do this at the highest level. And you play. I mean, you enjoy the game. I love the game. Yeah, There's no so, better game. Like, you hear it in your voice. Love it. I love it. Well, that's, that's the thing I try to do is be, I'm a fan who's conveying what I'm seeing as a fan to every other fan. Yeah. I'm not trying to be announcer guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a part of that. You have to be a little announcerish, but I'm trying to show excitement. I'm trying, we score. I want to get pumped about it. I want the crowd yeah. to be into it. I want people saying the names of the players as I say them. You know what I mean? Like go to a watch party sometime and, and people are reciting the names when I do the starting lineup. Like they're calling yeah. it along with it. And I'm like, like I get chills. I'm like, you guys pay attention yeah, to this how shit. Do you know that. <laughs> like, what? And I do it. And like kids come up to me, they go, Andre Kopitar. And I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Like fist bump, man. That's awesome. Like I love that stuff. What's the favorite name you called? Um, probably Quickie. Yeah. Just because the, the whole the the way it started was just like I started off saying, oh, Jonathan Quick, right? And then I'm like, okay, his last name's Quick. So it has to be said. Quick, Quick, quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why I stretch out the, the Jonathan part of it. And then it's a Jonathan quick. <laughs> like that's the whole, that's it. And like, I, I, it sounds stupid, but I go through the roster. I'm like, well, what can I do with this guy's name? Right. right. What can I do with Tyler Toffoli? What can I do with Dustin Brown? And there's some names you can't do. With, I like love Jeff, the Tyler Toffoli. Thank call. you. That's, like Jeff Carter, you can't one. do a whole lot with it yeah, because right. it's, it's Jeff Carter. It's like Dave Joseph. Like, what can you do with it? Not a whole lot. But then guys have great names. And I learned this year, like from Carl Grundstrom, and he played in Ontario. And I said, "Well, he's he's kind of a Dustin Brown esque type player. Right, he plays right. kind of physically, Ooh, kind of right. Gritty. right? So, I, and he's got R. He's got Just the R's it. in his name. So I went with Carl Grundstrom because he's got that. Yeah. Or like Clifford, like yeah. he's just this manly. Right. So it's Kyle Clifford. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's it's just the way I try to like get their personality that's and and awesome. kind of relay that and like Muzzin was another guy so Muzzin grew out the beard and he's this big you know wolf man right. mountain man type of guy and I'm like like what manlier name is there than Jake, Jake. you know yeah. what I mean so it's like Jake <laughs> Muzzin yeah. he's like yeah like that's the guy I want to get you know what I mean yeah then there are the easy ones like the 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 Drew Dowdians where it's you know the Drew, Drew you know or yeah. like Trevor Lewis you know yeah. so those are like kind of easier I put in quotes but some guys, you got to kind of search for it a little bit before. Is you there find a formula it. for that, or no? It, it's just kind of saying it, like I it's say. It's very it. similar to like the Pythagorean theorem. A squared plus b squared equals. He's trying to sound smart. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't I don't failed fall algebra. So. Don't fall for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's geometry, it's Dave. Right, I failed that too. <laughs> it's Actually, algebra. It's algebra, not geometry. I don't know. Jesus. It's a trick. I didn't think it's a trick. 
trick no, is just advanced geometry. You see, he just he just played his card. You're it was smart. the card. You're smart. No, you got a sleeper no, over there. Then. We got a don't sleeper here. Dave. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's How just, dare you? I go down the roster before every season, and I say, I say, like, what is what's special or what's different about each yeah. name, and how can I make it sound different? How is it going to resonate in the building? Yeah. So I'll say it a bunch of times, and my wife probably thinks. I'm a complete moron or I'm a looney tune because I walk around the house and I'll go. God bless her, by the way. Right. So I'll be like, Alex, I follow. Like, what can I do with that? She's like, what are you talking about? And I'll go like, I follow. Where does the accent go? Does it, does the emphasis go on the I follow? Does it go on like, and it's like that. It can be like that for a half an hour. And she'll be like, shut up. Like, just shut up. And yeah. then I get into staples and work it out. And I go, I like this. It sounds better this way than that way. So it takes, it's a little bit of a process. How did you I not tell fall you for on the... Twitter? We focus on the follow. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you not fall for the Amadio? <laughs> well, he was, a, he was Amadio for the first year. Right. And then it, then he told somebody he was Amadio. Yeah. So I actually write it out phonetically on the roster. It says U H M A D. Okay. I-O, so I say Amadio, but I actually write it out before every game. Oh, just like Leipzig, because I want to say Leipzig every time. Yeah. But I write out L I P E sick. So it's Leipzig, so I can't screw it up. So when I wrote Bufflin out in the text thread tonight, I was I right. Didn't, the thing is, like, that's from a professional. That's how I write it. That's from a professional. That is how I write it. I should have brought my score sheets. I'm going to be honest, James. I read it and I didn't even realize it was spelled wrong. Yeah. And and Van Gogh cut off his ear and you still can't draw for shit. So here we are. Bufflin. B-U-F-F-L-I-N. That's how I write it out. Suck it, Jordan. Alex says the same thing. The same type of thing. Whether he writes it out phonetically so you just don't screw it up. Yep. No, you have to. Yeah, even, even when the guy like like Jonathan Taves has been in the league for years, I but toes. I don't want to say toes, toes. So I write T A V E S every He's time. Toes. Every time Chicago comes around, T A V E S Taves 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 every single time. So you have to so correct you yourself when you're human. typing it out on Good Twitter all the time. You want to type it phonetically? <laughs> I do. Oh man, that's not how you do it. That's how you spell that it, name. And I'm gonna say Taves. I'm gonna say toes. Toes every Fav- time. Favre. Right, exactly. Favre. That's but there's a like even with him with Taves he pulled in, he pulled into Chicago Stadium one day to park. I saw a thing on NHL Network one day, and the guy said, "What's your last name?" And he said, "Toes," because oh, really? he, because if he said Taves, right, the, the security guy probably doesn't know who he is. People say yeah. T A V. Yeah, so he's looking oh. down. And he goes, "Oh, there's no there's no T-A-V. Taves on yeah. here." You know what I mean? So he just goes, "Toes." No, so that they <laughs> so that they look and they go, oh, there's yep. toes. Okay, Toe and I'm sure yeah. he doesn't care. You know what I mean? Right. It so, is what it is. Yeah, he's probably used to it, so he just knows right. this is what people see when they see my name. Right. Or a lot of times, like when I when I go to the doctor, or the dentist, or whatever, and they, I'm waiting in the waiting room, and people come up and they go, uh, Mr. David, because I have two first names, so they think it's like. Really? Joseph David. So you go, Mr. David? I'm like, yeah, it's me. Yeah. Like you just, I'm not going to correct him. You know it's what I mean? like, like me, me going through elementary deal. school. Every time a substitute teacher came in, I was going to get called Denise. It was guaranteed. Serious? Yeah. For Dennis? How do you not yeah. know Dennis? You shouldn't be teaching They're children. Educators. Right? You don't yeah. know. They're fucking educators. Point. It was like a Dennis. 99.8% A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. Right? Yeah. Be like, nice. And it's so funny because all the kids, you know, because it's Be elementary nice. school, junior high, they all laugh about it. And I'm just like, yeah, this is every fucking time. Like, this yeah. is what happens. Oh, yeah. 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 I get Joe, Joe David all the time. They're like, oh, hey, Joe, how's it going? Shut yeah. up. Yeah. We have a guy that does some stuff for us at, at, uh, for the Kings. I won't say who he is. He's a great guy. But he, call, he calls me Joseph all the time. He's like, hey, Joseph, what's up? 
I'm like, and I don't correct them. Well, as What's a military, you know as what I mean? military like, guy, I whatever. As a military guy, we call everybody by their last name. Hey, James. Last right. James, were you so. in the military? I think everybody Joe, knows okay. that. I think Jordan's just searching just for attention checking. right now. Yeah, he is. He's like trying to dig on me for that. Yeah. Why are you trying to dig on a military guy? That's kind of a dick oh, move. You. <laughs> Thank so, you for your service. Yeah, no, I don't do it for that. But you call everybody, you just get used to calling everybody right. by their last name. Yeah. So that might just be a thing where he's just saying, yeah, I get called hey, Joseph. all the time. So. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a known be. thing. When you have two first names, I can see where yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, Maybe I don't condition know. for that, but I think that might be. <laughs> there's a chance. I always try and give. I always like look at optimistically and say, "Hey, this guy might be going for benefit this. of the doubt." Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're at a minute twenty-two. What? What's a, a minute, minute twenty-two? Sorry, boy, that was a quick minute twenty-two. Yeah. Holy I'm on my third bottle of scotch. So, <laughs> by the way, do we have anything to go over? Do we want to go over like um? The, what, our next week? Like, you going to go over next week? No, yes. we can go over like potential what about draft upcoming games. Can we go over upcoming games? Oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've got a bunch of notes okay, for like our bold predictions. How about this? And do we like trade that. up? We're not getting there. Do we no. trade up? We, do we trade up? I don't think so. Every no, every indication so. is everything Screw I've heard so far is saying that they're willing to give up a lot to trade up to one or two. I like, I like the defensive pick. I don't know that he's available at five, but... He's listed he w- at six right now. I think he will be. I think he will be. I like the defensive pick. I just don't see them trading two for when you can get two first round picks. Yeah, you have we two first had round picks, and one of them is number five. Tough to trade two it's picks away pretty, for one. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, when's the last well, time think, we had two well, first I think round the, picks? The hope would be that you'd be able to package up that five for the one with some other assets. You're gambling something on, the roster. on one something single on the person, roster to, to get there rather than just other picks. I will say this. Let's see how the playoffs shake out. Yeah, it's going to say a lot. If there's an early With exit, Toronto. if there's an early exit by a team that needs a goaltender, if there's an early exit by a team who failed to score in the playoffs or whatever, maybe they take a chance on a Jonathan Quick. Maybe they take a chance on a Jeff Carter. Maybe they take it, you know, to Foley or somebody like that. Yeah. We don't know. But I, I would say wait till you see how the playoffs shake out and then kind of go from there. Right now, it doesn't feel like it, though. I think they're – I'm not going to say they're happy with five. They wanted one, right? I, I think mean, everyone ready. wants one. But they're ready for five. Yeah. yeah. You're getting a great pick at five. Yeah. They know They know what they like on, on there. And I think if you're not one or possibly two, five's not bad. Yeah. I, I take this five. is a pretty stacked draft class, too. That's what they, like, that's yeah. what they say. Yeah. It's a good year to be back. I think five and 18 is also a great spot to be in. So um, think of all the guys that they got coming up, though, too. So if Velarde can be healthy, we God don't know. Bless. Is Velarde going to play next year? I don't know. Year? I don't know. He's got back no, issues. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Right. What, but Jared like, Anderson, why is Velarde? I'm, I'm, I'm most excited not a doctor, right now. James. About, he doesn't know. No, yeah. How old is Velarde? 19. 19. 18, and why 19. is he our grandfather with back issues? I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't. I wish I knew the answer to that. Jesus. The, the, I'm, Played I'm a few sure, games with the rain I'm, this year. I'm sure it's going to take take time to build up the strength to to prevent that from happening. It's not going to happen in a year or two. So whatever. No, he's, I mean, I'm, I'm more excited about guys like Jad, Kupari. Like that, that I think is where it's going. And from what I've heard about Jad, just like he is a natural leader. Like guy that has potential to be a future captain. So... I'm super excited to see this kid like get a full year in the NHL. And I Does hope he stay with year. the team though? I, I, with the question mark of Velarde, he's a hot commodity. So I, I could see I mean, us possibly giving him away that's for the problem. Jack Hughes. I, 
See, I don't think they make that move. No, I, I don't think either. they do that. I, I don't think they, I no. don't think they're that dumb to make that move. No. I think they see it's they not see worth the value that. in him. It, I don't You're think it's worth one commodity for another. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, but do, it, unproven. In a market like Los Angeles, where you're expected, especially now after winning two Stanley Cups, where you're expected now to win, there was such a culture for so long of like the, the Kings are terrible, they're one of the worst of leagues, blah blah blah. But now, <laughs> I don't think I we, don't I don't know, James, but I I can read fucking history. Okay, I know about the Civil War. I didn't live the Civil War, but I know about the Civil War. Suck a dick. Anyways. I mean, Magic Johnson just literally walked out out of a press interview. And he's got LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so he only won like 30 games. I think LA just took a step down after Magic Johnson's like, fuck it, I haven't talked to you yet. You need, but that's not AEG. You need a superstar. In Los Angeles, yeah, and you I need a there's superstar. There's the pressure now on yeah. Blake but, to okay. make a sexy move. I mean, he, he started off really Kings. good with Muzzin, but now he's he's got to do something that's going to make a splash. When's Dowdy the last time we sexy. had a superstar? Doughty is sexy on the on Wayne the Gretzky. Roster. He's not my yeah. cup of tea. I, I mean, when you think about it, the Kings looks wise. You said oh, he was okay. sexy. No. <laughs> He's sexy on the roster, I said. Jesus, yeah. where are you going? He's also a minus 30-something this year. Was he really? Yeah. yeah was Jesus One of the bad. only players Why are you that... A lot of them were empty net goals. A lot of them were empty net goals. One of the only players that was a plus numbers. on the team was Jake Muzzin. And, well... <laughs> Michael didn't like him, so we got rid of him. Thanks, Timony. <laughs> well, was play there play a Michael Timony reference on this? Yeah, yeah. Broadcast? He's part of the show, so... Oh, is he? Sometimes. What's up, T-Money? He's, uh, his, his new job has him waking up. You know, like three T Money morning, welding so. now. I love something it. Something like that. Yeah, he's he, like a carpenter. Or he something. didn't want to come because he felt like he'd cut off a finger or something. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so he's, maybe he's got to get some sleep in the studio. He's he's a brother of mine. He's actually uh, is he my brother's best friends with his oldest brother. Okay, it's like so seven degrees of kind Kevin of, Bacon right there, yeah, but so it makes sense. It's actually why I got into flag waving for the Kings. Yeah, yeah. Is oh, because he, yeah, yeah. He stepped out of it to work with Bailey. Yep, and. Brought me in to handle his section, so that's why I do it now. From 2000, you're the we best, actually, by the way, best flag waver we've ever had. You are the amazing. <sighs> like you're amazing, but I'm like second I've seen best. You wave that flag. I will pay you twenty bucks for that. You don't I, even I have offered to. it to you. Save it, man. Just save it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I still go nuts for it. It's fantastic. Forty plus years old, and I still beat those kids at twenty something. I love it. You mean fifty something? You are you the one that wears the gloves? Do you wear the yep. gloves? <laughs> yeah. I, knew I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Baseball that gloves? Is are they batting gloves? They're LA Kings. They're gloves. LA Kings gloves. There you go. Ooh, Bottom at the LA Kings. Uh, the team LA. Store. I love it. Seven eighty. <laughs> it's if you like, want are them. you the nerd with the gloves? Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember seeing you. I remember seeing. you. No, I go nuts, dude. Because hey, I love it. Yeah. No, it's if, awesome. If you're not a fan and you're not volunteering to, it's all volunteer. Yeah, like you don't get paid for to do it. So wait, you didn't get paid? No, I got paid. <laughs> I brought this guy in, and now he's getting paid. Jesus, you no, get his I don't agent. care. I don't care because I don't have to pay for playoff tickets. So that's true. And I've got yeah, the best seat in the house in two fifteen. It's way better than getting paid. It's a good seat. Yeah. Oh my it's god, a good seat. Yeah. you can see everything. I got the platform right mm-hmm. there. I get to watch every goal. Oh. And you're right by DJ Vic One. Yeah, I yeah. actually he calls me over to do yep. a thing yep. with him every pregame. Yep. So yep. I did get yelled at by an old dude for standing up in the aisle, but other than that, it was awesome. Well, when I go sit, <laughs> while you were waving the flag, yeah, yeah, oh come yeah. on, like, come dude. on, same thing with you. Doing that's, a job, you're that's doing what a job. I was like, can I? 
can I chirp back at him? Or like, number one, he's an elder. Number two, he's a fan. And I'm a volunteer. I'm trying to show respect. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's why I said, if anybody ever yells at you, I come to your defense because I don't appreciate it. Because we're there to make the experience better. And damn it, we're going to do it. We do our best. Yeah. Suck it up. We do our best. Yeah. Yiga McCauley's going to show up with his gloves on. (laughs) I will. his gloves on. And and shout out to Raymond who runs that whole side of the of the stadium or the that's for you arena for the rest of Fuck us. You. <laughs> nice cover up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Exactly. I looked at it when I said it, so I was like, "Stadium." I'm about, um, I'm about to put James on blast. Hey, James, you got those uh, quick fire questions up? Damn you! <laughs> I'll tell you. I I can pull them up pretty quickly uh, for Dave Joseph. Number one. <laughs> Remember when we said we get to the part where James is slurring the show's almost over? This is it, huh? We're we're here. We're here. We're there. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we're here. (laughs) Well well done, James. Third bottle of scotch. Thank you for a Nika coffee malt whiskey. They didn't supply it. You bought that. (laughs) Costco. (laughs) Thanks for the deal, Costco. (laughs) Talk, and I'll bring you this. That's basically being sponsored. I bought it at Costco. (laughs) It was a discount. It's basically cost, right? 25%. Can Costco be a sponsor? I wish. You oh, should talk to them. I should talk to them. Yeah. Hooligan hockey. Talk to us. Can, can <laughs> we get microphones in bulk? Violent gentlemen, talk to us. <laughs> now we tried that avenue. I know, right? <laughs> LA Kings. Luke, come on. You've been on the show. Talk they're, to n- us. they're not stamping their name on this. <laughs> this <laughs> shit show. Yeah. Well played, LA Kings. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> Which, by the way, speaking of like shit talking in LA Kings the uh the post uh that you sent us that they put up regarding the oh yeah the what was it the Rangers Devils and Chicago Blackhawks oh, at the top yeah, three yeah. and it's like I guess it's two Stanley yeah. Cups and a yeah. Western Conference Finals like I guess this is payback yeah uh, I was showing that to people at work that are not hockey fans I explained it out to them they were like savage oh my god that is savage it's a pretty good Twitter account yeah yeah and they started the whole like Savage Twitter if they, thing from like their like major yeah. name. There needs yeah. to be a Twitter awards, and they would win the most savage account. Yeah, Vegas tried to jump on that last year when they came in. They tried to out battle everybody. They they I, got a few good ones. Yeah, in, yeah, which, yeah, which yeah. I which I love that you know the King's Twitter account acknowledged like correct. To they be fair, just it's pretty it. easy one. to do yep. that when you sweep the other team in the playoffs. Yeah. But. <laughs> they they got some good ones in. And yeah. Like, okay, they acknowledge it. Okay, good one. I feel just like wait. that was the best post of the year. That one, yeah. It's historical. It's, it's like, a, but it also yeah, yeah. eased a lot of pain. Yeah, it, it really took the sting out of getting the fifth pick. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like it's like playing Vegas in the last game of the year and, and – Night comes up during the national anthem, and you oh, hear that nights. But then we talked about that. But then like, we flash that. to the video board, and you see the Stanley Cup banners toward the yeah. end. Which and you just say, "There it is." What I mean, yeah. I know you've only been in the league for two years now, but that's what you have to look forward to, right there. And you I've don't have that a, yet. So I've got a quick question. Sure, because you're. I know what you're going to ask inside. Do you want me to write it down? Do they do they put fans behind the banners because they're always waving? Oh and, and no, it's air conditioning. No, it's dude. just the air conditioning. Okay, because yeah. there's probably a vent right behind it. Because the yeah. line is the banners yet way. Or sorry, if I fucked that up, but uh, <laughs> and talk about waving banners. And they're always waving. Yeah, I think it's just the AC unit. 
It's, it's got to be cold in there. There's ice on the. I'm gonna give credit surface. to the Wait, kings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've got this whole system in there. It takes the humidity out of the air. <laughs> they do. They paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. That was my wait, technology. They, wait, the kings are paid money for it, that or was the honestly kings paid? my technology? No, I'm sure the kings paid for that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We, like uh, how James calls it my technology. Like you invented. Well, yeah, what it. you came up? You invented that? We we were the U.S. distributors for that technology. Really? Yeah. Back, I mean, back in the early 2000s, and uh, I sold the business. But yeah, that was I was actually so Michelle Kwan owns a ice rink in Artesia. Yes, Cerritos. Yeah, East West. Um, ice rink, yep. and we were we were actually working to install that in their in their arena, and it fell through. It didn't work out, um, but yeah, that was our technology. And so hearing that every time Luke says it, and I know Luke, and it kills me every time because it's a technology that was like deeply involved in in creating and helping and 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 just harvesting into the market. And we were trying to do it into ice rinks, and it didn't work out for that arena. But knowing that it's now in now Staples, it's Center, Staples Center, yeah. it kills yeah, me because yeah, yeah. I was I was instrumental in that. Did you make millions off of it? No. Oh. No. Actually, I thought that's we, where you're going with it. No, he we made had hundreds. <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of dollars. A horrible breakup over it, and I can't. I don't think I can even legally talk about it. Oh, then don't. But uh, yeah. it was. I don't want you to lose those hundreds of dollars yeah, in a lawsuit. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it, it might jeopardize everything I own at this point. But you have was, to sell that uh, autographed Luke Robitaille. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Never. I'll get another one. But <laughs> Luke, I'm going to come see you next week. Uh, it was uh, it was tough to hear because it was something I was driving for because I knew the technology and what it would do for the for the environment of the arena and and sure, yeah. and also the benefit of everybody that. Played there, and you, they can all benefit from the water that you can drink from because mm-hmm. this is the best water you can get. But man, hearing that the Staples Center, coming out, there it yeah. Is, yeah, hearing that mm-hmm. Staples Center was uh, one of the first to do it in the NHL, and they're pushing to do it the entire league. Uh, fascinating. Don't they uh, have that in San Diego too? Don't the Gulls have that? I don't follow the goals. I think they do. <laughs> Down at the Wells vagina. You're such you're such a professional. Is that a real team? Sorry. Any anything the ducks are involved in, we don't even follow. Gotcha. Except, yeah, I know. Understood. Understood. Except Beer League Blondie. Blondie yep, yep. Yeah. We follow her. <laughs> Who? That came out. Beer League Blondie. Check it on Instagram. Check okay. it out. We'll right. show her. Out. So you don't have to follow her. We'll follow. Gotcha. We'll show you. Don't worry. We'll cut that out so no one hears that. <laughs> no, no, we won't. <laughs> I, I'm sure James will give Dave the login to our Instagram. So <laughs> yeah, you can just fall. <laughs> so what do we ask? What else we got? Don't you have uh, rapid fire questions? For yeah, you, no? I thought we had rapid fire questions. Damn James. you! He brought it up. <laughs> I don't even know him. I'm looking through Alex's. Uh, you don't know the questions episode. There's only ten of them. Oh, are they the same questions for everybody? They were. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we didn't say <laughs> we didn't say them everywhere they're, except they're, the notes. Oh God! Damn. Does anybody else have them? I told you, as soon as I start slurring, we cut the show. It's, it's a good thing you live close to the studio. Thank you. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so these are our quick fire questions. With Dave Joseph. Glad we all participated in this. It was good. <laughs> all right, so we'll skip the total LA Kings points because that one obviously we already know. 199, you win. <laughs> <laughs> that was goals. Like... We're talking about points. No, I mean, we meant goals. Jesus, Dave. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. It literally says points right here. James, you just need to stop talking James, go in your timeout corner. It's about that time. (laughs) All right. MVP player. For the Kings? Yeah. Yeah. 
Army didn't go with that. He went with David, but you know, you can do whatever you oh, want. Well, I wouldn't say that. Uh, uh, for the Kings, I would say uh, Kyle Clifford. Love it. Love it. Best restaurant tip in SoCal. Oh, uh, Dan Tana's next to the Troubadour in West Hollywood. Unbelievable. Really? Unbe- steaks, yeah. Dan really? Tana steak and um, uh, chicken parm. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, Dan Tana's. The, Go to Dan Tana's. I've been to the Troubadour a million times. I it's right play, next door. I played the Troubadour once. You did? Yeah. Ooh, this guy. It's awesome. Yeah, I love Self that Self plug. Yeah. Go ahead, it. Dennis. Uh, favorite arena other than the Kings? Uh, United Center, Chicago. I knew you were going to go that way. Do you travel with the team a lot? No, never. No? Global Gym or Average Joe's? Oh. <laughs> uh, Global Gym. Oh. Whoa! Whoa! There we go. Okay. Okay. Hockey Idol. It's Ben Stiller fan. Chris Chelios. Chelios. Nice. Great bar in Chicago. Yeah. All right. New York or Chicago Pizza? New York. Damn you. Best Kings Rome host. Best Kings what? Kings, Kings Rome. Rome host. That's us. <sighs> really? Don't you dare say Timmy. <laughs> you say Timmy, <laughs> I'll punch you. <laughs> uh, you picked the guy that's not who here. Who gave me the first beer? I did. Jordan wins. There Suck you go. it, Jordan. You're the only one that got picked this year. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else says, I love you all. Yeah. Or oh, they went with the guy that wasn't here, which was Timmy. All right. Favorite hockey movie? Slapshot. Oh, that's almost mm, 100%. 100%. I think that's unanimous. Not even unanimous. Yeah. It's unanimous. Yeah. Not even close. Beer of choice. Coors Light right here. Silver Bowl. We're drinking it tonight. Yeah. And we're going to get you in trouble with this one. Celebrity Crush. Oh. Um, oh. Emmanuel Shariki. Entourage. She was on Entourage. Yep. Sloan. 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 Hammer. Oh. That was Hammer. He that thought was it was. He Emmanuel thought it was Shariki. A, my goodness. He thought it was a sleeper pick. Uh, one my of, goodness. Yeah. That's the only. That's the only multiple pick this yeah. year. Yeah. My my B my she's A my B would be uh, Pia Toscano. <laughs> I love Pia. <laughs> uh, that's a little too close to home, Olivia <laughs> Olivia Munn. I don't care. Okay. I can Anybody say that. Olivia Munn. Your celebrity crush Munn. can be anybody. I actually walked by Pia Toscano. James, in James the, is my celebrity crush. In the, oh, you're the best. In the team store. <laughs> I've got it recorded. I've got it recorded. your favorite King's Realm host, but he's your favorite celebrity crush. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, th- I think that says a lot about me. What were you saying? You walked by Pia? I walked by Pia Toscano yeah. in the, the King's store, and I was like, no, that can't be her. She's a solid five foot two. Yeah, because she was so short. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. thought she was like a kid. She's, She's the big, sweetest, big sweetest. I will tell you, yeah. she is so. so. I, she was by herself. Nobody. She was walking through the store. Nobody like went up to her. I'm like, that's funny because that's that, the only time that I've ever seen her outside of. It was like, the same game. Was, it was oh. the same game. Well, there you go. I remember I was like I was texting. I was like, I think Pia Scott might fantastic. be in the store. And she's the nicest girl. Jordan texts yeah. like, yeah, she's here. I'm standing right next to her. <laughs> I will tell you that when we staged for the flag waving, yep, she was in the same area. She would she would prep and everything else. She is the most amazing celebrity person I've ever met because she is so down to earth. Yes, she is. Yep. She will talk yep. to anybody. Yep, and and she's so she's getting out there in front of everybody. And we're in the playoffs because that's the only time we really wave flags. Um, she will take the time out during she's she's got her like her toner. She's she's yep. checking her pitch and she's making sure she's in tune with everything she's supposed to do. And um, man, she takes the time out to talk to everybody to make sure that she she just uh, genuinely is a person. 
um, regardless of what she's about to do. And you're probably experiencing the same All way. the time. She's never been anything but sweet. Her husband is the nicest guy in the world. They're yeah. just, they're unbelievable. I'm like, glad it's, that There's she's... a lot of people that aren't like that who, who, not saying they're bad people. They're just not, you know, maybe they're only there once, so they don't really feel comfortable. She's there often, so she knows everybody. Some would she, say not often enough, just saying. Right. She right. was kind of a I good she is She's so really good. She's on tour. Anthem. She's on tour. And maybe maybe not maybe not someone who looks as good as Pia, but equally as nice and sweet is Davis Gaines, who does the anthem, uh, Phantom of the Opera guy, who's okay, got a great yeah. voice. He's the nicest person, too. Again, not as attractive as Pia, but... <laughs> I do not like... I'm sure there's people that argue that, but... Right, no. right, right. I do not like the anthem of the Blackhawks, personally, because they just yell the entire time. I oh, hate but it. that's that's I, tradition. I can't stand it's it. It's tradition. I can't stand it. I'd like to go see that in person it's once. It's unbelievable. It's, yeah. So it's I've seen it at the old Chicago Stadium, when the old Chicago Stadium uh-huh. was there. I saw it many times there, and I've seen it at the United Center now, and the old Chicago Stadium blows it away, even though it was smaller. But it was just like the acoustics in the arena and the, the, it's like the, the SAP center. The it's ceiling just, was yeah. lower and it just kind of everything just kind of reverberated in there. United Center now is unreal. I'll but the you. old Chicago Stadium, there was nothing like that. For, I had like literally fur on my arms and like the back of my neck. The hair was just all set. <laughs> You're going, oh my God, this is crazy. For me, I don't feel like I don't have the stamina to punch 20,000 people. In the face <laughs> for the noise is it a they respect make. Thing? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so I can't stand it. I, can't I don't know stand. if you know this, but James was in the military. So wait, what? Why do you yeah. keep doing that? What? <laughs> Why do you keep? It's not even fair. James. You didn't tell us you were in the military. It's not even fair. <laughs> wow. But when people Thank yell you for your when people yell <laughs> like, when, I don't even like when the kings show the banner when they when they say flag. I don't even like it. Really. Yeah, so I can't stand it. So, so they well, should show they, the flag. Well they, well, they don't say flag; they say banner. But it's it is two minutes in the game, and and I just wish that we wouldn't play into that. And when the stars yell "star," yeah, 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 knights yell, the knight. knights yell "knights." I can't the Jets yell "true north." I truly yeah. want to punch the everybody around yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I only know that I have three kids, and, and they I say don't "oh." Want... The caps also say "oh." Do for they? Ovechkin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Let's go. Oh. I, yeah, it's big caps. I just know I can't go to Bust jail their face. for respect out of my kids, but I want to punch everybody around me that does it. I can't stand it. Have you been to Chicago and seen it live? Yep. And you didn't like it? Nope. Really? I was, I was in the Navy. You're the only person that's ever said that to I me. was in the Navy at but, school. Now, were you in the military or? Yeah. You were. Thank, thank you, Jordan, <laughs> for driving that home. But I was actually in school, in the Navy, in Chicago, yeah. and we would go to games and we would eat Gino's pizza because yeah. it's so thick. Were you at Great Lakes? So were you stationed at Great Lakes? Great Lakes, yeah. yeah. So big, thick pizza, better than New York. Yeah. Just want to state that for you. No. And <laughs> you can't fold it, Chicago pizza. So we would actually call Gino's That's part of East. pizza is folding the pizza. Yeah, you no, can't fold. Not. How do you, you fold Chicago pizza? You got to eat it's it with a fork a and a knife. You can't fold the casserole. It's Let's be honest. It's not a taco. Do we <laughs> need to break out Johnny's Pizzeria? Johnny's Pizzeria. You got to dab pizza? it with a napkin first to get the yeah. grease off of it. And then you fold That's it. True. That That's true. Do two of your New Yorkers good. dab it? That's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah, dab real it. New York pizza, you have to dab it. Absolutely. Wait, is that we're dabbing? I don't remember. <laughs> Millennials, sorry. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Jordan. As the millennial in the room, Jordan has to bring it up. <laughs> but Chicago pizza. I don't identify we as would, millennial. In, so. At the start of third period at a Chicago Blackhouse game, we would call Geno's East, order our pizza, get our table ready, 
and then we would just head out there after the game. It would be ready because it takes, if you're a true Chicago pizza lover, you know it takes at least 45 minutes to make. I was more of a fan of Gino's West, but. Oh, fuck you. Okay, wait, now you're talking about pizza. Do, do you put like bacon and pineapple and all that crap on your pizza? No. Pepperoni, Italian sausage. Yeah, okay. And I like Gino's East because they have a entire sausage plate that goes on the pizza. So it's not sausage pieces. It's an entire sausage patty that goes on the entire pizza. So you get sausage with every bite. I don't know if I love that. You honest. do love it. I don't think I've I do. I've got it in it's the freezer right now. In 45 minutes, we'll cook it. <laughs> you'll enjoy it. It's like 3.30 go in the morning. Yeah. At this point, so. yeah. I'll be up until about 6 if we eat pizza right now. <laughs> Next time. Sounds so, good. I think we're good. Yeah, Dennis. Uh, do we do we have anything else? We don't. Is there anything you want to add, Dave? What is your bold prediction you for the off season? I love you, guys. Uh, I love you too. Thank you. My bold prediction for the off season. Ooh. I think you see uh, a big change in the roster for next year. What change? Big. Big, big, a big, big change. Big As in change. goalie pads, like <laughs> that's like pretty a, big, like a big quick change. <laughs> yeah, uh, something like that. No, something I th- abrupt, something I, quick. I think you're going to see a lot of players in the uh, on the roster next year that you didn't see this year. I agree. Do you think they need to bring back? Like, so if they're going to trade away, obviously Stole? they're going to try sure, and trade away some veterans, <laughs> most likely. Richards. I would get some face-off wins. Do we, yeah. Let's do it. Hey, to be do honest, we get the PK. It's uh, <laughs> good in the locker room. Yep. Yeah. Is Willie Mitchell coming out of retirement? No. You know, I would love to see Stoll play again. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that. I, let me uh, tell you this. I skated with him at fantasy camp. I don't know how he's not playing. Like he, He's still. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's he's unbelievable. Still. He's got wheels. I mean, I know the game's change. It's a lot faster, whatever. So, And you're, you're talking about beer league guys he's playing with. But it's just the way the puck comes off his stick when he shoots. It's the way he takes a face off. It's the way he, he gets up the. He, that guy can fly. He can fly. He's got one of the best shots I've seen. It's unreal. Is there a yeah, better just, beer league he's guy? What, two two years out, or was it two years now? Three years now? Three years. Yeah. Three years, years now? I mean. Well, just look what he did in the shootouts. Is there oh my God. a better yeah. beer league Vancouver. guy than Armstrong? I haven't seen it. He I, seems I, like he's amazing. So we he's had a we sandbagger. Had, we had I a, fucking yeah. love that guy. We had a staff. And he, and he wears white shorts. So. He doesn't what anymore. He got, he got rid of him. He got rid of him. Yes. He got rid of him. They got too dirty. Oh, we, we talked it. They were getting cornerstone in our show. Yeah. I yeah. talked yeah. shit yeah, on those him. white shorts the entire he got, show. He got black ones now. Yeah, he, he, just oh, he, got he, he talked about how they were getting a bit dirty. Yeah. We so. got it. We got to get him back. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bleach him. God damn it. He, uh, those he, were the worst shorts in NHL history. We have uh, we had a staff team, and it was called Derek's Army. Did you right. talk about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So so he would count his points every game. He'd have eight, nine, ten points a game. I really appreciate you listening to the show. Of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he actually did tell me about coming down here and being on the show. He loved it. Uh, but he plays the entire game. Really? Like he doesn't come off. I don't doubt it He at doesn't all. come off. He plays the entire game. That's insane. Yeah. So it, you would think, like, you can go three defensemen because he will play the entire And then the other two guys just kind of switch off. So I play defense. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'll play with Army this shift. And then 45 seconds in, I'm gassed. And I'm like, Change. And Army's out there just kind of tooling around. And you go, are you coming off? And he's like, no. You can play the entire game. Secret time. Army's one of my favorite persons on the, on the earth Mine right too. now. That's, Mine too. Like, I love that man. It's not a secret anymore. No. Nope. 
I, Again, one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet. I, really I, is. He is, yeah. a, he is a super. He ne- is who he there's is. Nothing phony about that. No, nope. I love him on the broadcast because he did not change who he was. He just nope. somehow nope. censored the the swearing off of the Fox Sports <laughs> broadcast. Did he really? Because I I heard an ass on there. <laughs> yes, but he didn't drop <laughs> f bombs. No, it, no, like, it was bass. Well, like it was ass. It was ass. <laughs> no, because like the the f bomb came out like every third word. I think was about the average right. when he was on the show. Uh, We've got the official count of somewhere. But, He's uh, so yeah. genuine that he doesn't know how to be fake. Well, I will say this. I'll 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 take you behind the curtain for a second if I could. Love it. Uh, and I don't know if you brought this up because I didn't hear the podcast. My apologies. Jesus, David. But Derek Armstrong, the glasses he wears on TV mm-hmm. are not real. Really? They're fake. What? 100% That's the fake. only fake thing about it. 100% fake. He wears them because he thinks they make him look more intelligent. That's awesome. Yeah. So you that heard just, that from me. I'm not ashamed to say it. He'll he'll tell you. If yeah. you had him in here, if you said, are the glasses real? He'd say, no, they're fake. Look, I'll I've seen in. the glasses. I've tried on the glasses. There is no prescription in those glasses. They are clear, <laughs> regular lenses. They think it makes him look more intelligent and better on the broadcast. I'm going to text that him, is not just email behind him. the curtain for you there, yeah. fellas. That, Don't email him. I will text him. Please tell him I said. Did you you notice that he was like, I didn't, I didn't get the email like asking for my (laughs) picks. Yeah, they're like, like, I didn't get asked for my picks, and they're like, you've got an email. He goes, "Uh, Yeah, I don't do email. They did a whole black (laughs) and white about him on email. (laughs) It's horrible about email. Yeah, I don't email him. I just text him. I will email him at work. I'll email him something, and (laughs) ten seconds later, my phone rings, and I'm like, Army, what's up? He's like, Yeah, I don't do email. We just talk about it. I'm like, sure. Yeah. Okay, come to but my he'll office. Text okay, you. great. He'll text. Yes, yeah, so he's not great at texting, but <laughs> he he'd rather call. Gibberish. And he'll tell you. He'll say, I just rather talk about it. We talk about things. He's, that's the way I grew up. Like, yeah. we talk about it. I'd rather just talk about it. There's no sense to put an email. I respect rather just that. have a conversation. I don't hate that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, as I love a it. man, more than anything else. Yep. Like, I'm not into texting and all that stuff. I yeah. want to talk to you. Yeah. It gets rid of accountability, though. I don't care about that. I'm just that. kidding. Yeah. But it also, that. it also lends a, uh, you can, you can get tone from somebody. Yeah. And, yeah. And oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? You can, you can read a person's face and know how they're really feeling rather yeah. than that's seeing what it, it in black and but white. But that's what emojis are for, right? I'm glad that he doesn't <laughs> buy into that. Not at all. Not at all. No, he hates it as a matter of fact. Yeah. 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 So there you go. A little behind the curtain, uh, Derek Armstrong. Love Army. Action. Love Army. Yep. Oh, he might be our favorite king ever. And I love Luke. Luke is my man. But I just, Army, I, just ah! I just love his his openness. Like he he came here and we didn't even ask for it, and he just put his like heart out there yep. and like his yep. experience. That's the way he is. He's yep. got it. It turned out to be great. Listen to the so, show because yeah, he awesome. has a great story about about Luke, and he even does a good Luke impression. James will oh, email yeah. it to you. Was it the one about Luke breaking his stick? Yep. 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 That's the story. It's his go-to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got to hear this. You got to hear this. No, we, we was a shootout, and his stick was broke. His stick was illegal, so he, he like, stepped he on it, on and it. he broke yeah. it. And then, yeah. and then he scored, scored the goal, and then he came back, and he said, that's how you do it, boys. Yep. Something to that effect. Yeah, was, that's I've exactly heard it about 27,000 times, but I love it. And, <laughs> no, I tell, and I tell him to tell other people that story. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 they've heard it. They've heard it. I'm like, no, they haven't. You got to no. tell the story. It's, a, it's we, it. we, we said like, what is your favorite Luke story? And, and that's, that's the one. Yeah. Instant. Oh, yeah. 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 It is a great story. Yeah. Well, who could do that other than <laughs> that, Luke? That, right. And when, right. When Luke comes to practice and he's like, he's talking, talking, he's not really paying attention. He's like, all right, Army, what are we doing? Yeah. What are the drills? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and oh, then yeah. he goes into the drill and yeah. he just does it. Oh, crushes yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> God bless Luke. But he takes credit for Luke's success because he said Luke wouldn't have scored all those goals if Army wasn't out right. there digging the pucks out of the corners. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Good for him. Good uh, for him. Yeah, yeah, there's something to that. But I so, think Luke had a little bit of a scoring touch. Well, so we he would have probably credit. found a way. We gave Ayafala credit for Kopitar's career yeah. year last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's right. true. Yeah. Listen to the episode because we actually talked to Army about it. And and that, and then we talk about – so he, he ends his career in 2010 – Right. And Jordan becomes a fan in 2011. And and one of our favorite quotes is that Army's like, so you don't even know who I am. You missed my entire career. You don't even know who the fuck I am. He had a long career in the NHL. A long career. I knew who he was. Jordan had to eat a little crow. Yeah. yeah. And I love it because suck it, Jordan. Hey, I will own that I wasn't a fan until 2011. (laughs) No, right. you did. You did that day. He and played during it. a lot of rough times. Yeah, yeah he like played through some a lot years. of rough times. He lended himself to to kind of keeping the Kings relevant. So, God bless him. I was there from 2000 to 2012 covering games for. I used to work for ESPN Radio, mm-hmm. and so I was there. That was my beat to cover the Kings and the Ducks, and I saw every one of those Kings games from 2000 to like 2011 when they weren't making the playoffs the first couple of years what they snuck in and they beat Detroit frenzy and Figaro, all that kind of stuff I was there for all those games and I remember I remember those years were pretty lean with Ian LaPerriere and Derek Armstrong and Matty Nordstrom and Aaron Miller and Kyle Calder and all those guys Ziggy Palfy Ziggy Palfy and Allison and Dead Marsh and I mean Matty Nordstrom one yeah. of the, one of the one yeah. of my kings favorite, ever. One of my favorite yeah. kings ever. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean those are lean. Those are the year. But those this year took me back to those years because this year was what it was like back then. But you didn't. But like th- this, you year, didn't you expect kinda, them to win. Back you then. didn't expect them to win. But right. like you, just like you, you go through those lists of names. Those were all like super character guys. Yep. Like, yeah, that just they yep. hadn't won, but they were just like. And the Kings don't have that now. Yeah, who do they have that's a, like that character guy? They don't. Like, I really, think they the, have the closest you have to like a Matty Nordstrom or a, a Ian LaPerriere is a Kyle Clifford. Kyle Clifford. Dustin they, Brown. They Dustin have Brown, the buildings yes. of that. They, they're on the, the ground level of that. I think they have, for young fans, they have the, the structure to have that. And they're giving fans that. Uh, and, and you've got to kind of suck that up for where they're at right now, because I think where they're going to be in three to five years, is going to be different. Oh, but it's going to be way different. But you, yeah, but you need the Justin Williams, you need the Jarrett Stoles, you need the Willie Mitchells, yeah. the Macri, you need guys like that. And they're missing that now. How great is it that we that still now. have Stole in the organization? That's though. awesome. No, I think like, it's awesome. He's a great guy. Because My- when they play, when they play um, videos of him playing, it's phenomenal. Like people yeah. get to understand what. Oh, yeah. Like the goal the against Vancouver in the first round of the playoffs that year was was oh, oh, yeah, the yeah. game winner. You just go, oh my goodness! Yes, like when we're on to something winner? big here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, like, suck at Vancouver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. So another great tweet from the Kings. Uh, uh, that's what started Twitter. The, yeah, started that's what started the, the whole, whole thing. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome, Canada. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, everyone outside of <laughs> everyone in Canada outside BC. You're welcome. That started the whole thing, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, I know who wrote but that before too, we but get too far it. too far from the subject, I wanted to ask because it's like twenty six years, by the way, it's something that I, I I brought up like it was our first year. I was like, when have we had a captain like Matty Nordstrom? Because that dude was a captain. Ugh. Like he was. We haven't seen it. He in is. The, a, he embodied everything that a captain should be. Yeah. In the and I mean regular the regular time of what Kings fans know now, I don't think we've seen a captain like that. No, he was the last true yeah. 
heart and soul type captain. Yeah. Now you can put a C on a guy's like you can put a C on Dustin Brown. You can put they you know which they did. You can put a C on Kopi, but it doesn't have nope that meaning or that grit and that determination behind he, it the way he, not knocking those guys but maddie was just yeah. a different he carried different like, breed he carried an authority of him yeah like, he did he was like he is the captain you don't want to go against right. him in any way you right. want to be there for yep. this guy because he is leading the charge yeah i mean like i we haven't seen that as a king's fan since then that's yep. a long time ago i oh, love yeah. kobe yeah. i love kobe i do too but he's not the guy he He's wants to guy. be. He wants to be a leader. Like that. That's. He was He's raised great. to be a leader, but He's I don't great. think he, he embodies what you want to see out of a out of a hockey player in the full scope. But he's not a captain. Let me ask you this: If they, if they, not saying they would, but hypothetically, if they took the C off of his jersey and put it on someone else, I'm not saying who. Do you think that lightens his load? Yes. Yes. You yep. think that takes away some of the yep. pressures? I put in quotes. Yep. I mean, he had you know a career I mean? year last year like with he's the C the on a, it. Right, but, but if he's wearing the A, does some of that go away where he doesn't have to worry about does it? Does it I don't know. lighten the load off of him and Brown? Maybe. I think so. I think it depends on who you get the I, C I, to, I, but... I think I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I think because they're on the same line, it still is a thing. I, I hate the, the idea of that the captain needs to be your best player or one of your best players. Why can't the captain be your goalie? Why is that not a thing? Because you have to have your captain on the ice, whatever. But because the Cal, captain's guess, on the oh, ice. Be, because Quick Cal, doesn't play every game. And and Cal Peterson wouldn't make a great My, my thing is like, why can't... Why can't <laughs> <laughs> he did in Notre Dame. That's true. That's true. Yeah, he was that's a true. captain in Notre Dame. Cheers so to that, James. Well Boom. done. Good call. Why why can't the captain be Kyle Clifford? Why can't it be a third I think line? It right. Be. Right. The captain has it's to be It's not a sexy the, pick. No, but, but the captain has to be the, need to be. the the person right? that the that the team goes to. Well, Matty Nordstrom wasn't the best player on the team. He was the best defenseman on the team. Sure, but he wasn't the best player on the team. He wasn't. You know what I mean? So there's something to be said about that. Clifford's the best bald guy on the team. <laughs> but he's every year he's the most inspirational player on the team. Yeah, he he shared this year with Brown, but ultimately the players go back to him. Him, for him or the Lewis. structure, yeah. Like, but I, I yeah. see, I see. They're the Clifford. two guys that work the hardest. You 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 listen to the way the, the you know whether you listen to like John Hoven or you're listening to the team or whatever. Like Kyle Clifford is the heart and soul of the Kings, and he will retire a King because they're not going to trade him. Yep. Unless they get something stupid for him, which he's no one's the gonna most pay. underrated king that yeah. Has so worn he's the not going. He's going to. He's going to retire a king because yeah. they're never going to let him go. So like, he's the type of guy you would think you would want to be a captain, but don't, he'll never get it because he's not the best player on the team. He doesn't make eleven million dollars a year, or yeah. he doesn't score thirty goals a year, right? Forty goals a year. Fuck it, score eleven. I don't care. Nobody else does. <laughs> but he's he's who everybody looks to. Yeah. For the foundation of the team. Yeah. It, especially after this year where, like, he's obviously improved his game, like, umpty-ump times. And he's willing to go out there and put himself out there to go make care. the team better. And he's also willing to get in someone's face. Yeah. yeah. I love that. No. Is this the longest podcast you've ever done? Yep. Sweet. Yep. Uh, by at least I was just dead at the time. Like, by, hey, by, I, saw, uh, I saw you taking a peek. Uh, Does the, it's either I'm two? really boring or no, no, no? You're the guy we've wanted to get into for like two years. Whoa, plus. whoa, whoa, whoa! I start stressing. Whoa, 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 out whoa, phrase that. <laughs> no, well, no, have this to is, cut the shit out of I'm, this podcast. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. We wanted to get Dave Joseph in here forever. 
Also, so, 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 so being up, completely but... honest, you just showed it. We're we're sitting at about two hours right now. Oh, the beautiful. longest the longest podcast we've had has been an hour and a half. And you showed it to me, and I, I looked at my eyes, just that I don't care. Yep, I'm the one that has to edit Thank this you. shit. I, I don't care. <laughs> yep. Like we're having a great I mean, conversation. Well, so. In two minutes, it'll be an 18 minute podcast. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not going out. Like, oh, it's really good. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. But. <laughs> I don't have a deadline. We're not. We don't have games to play like, this, this week. Is so. this also, is true. there's not a lot to edit this week. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, I know. You kind of touched on it, but T Money actually asked a question. Yeah, because he's not here tonight, but he wanted to say. How hard is it to do your job while multiple people are talking in your ears? It can be difficult. Yeah. yeah. Some nights are worse than others. Um, you learn to tune it out, to be honest with you. it's it, At some point, it becomes white noise. Yep. Where you're listening for someone to say something to you directly. Like right. a keyword yeah, or something. Yeah. If, if my director says to me, Dave, got to get to this now or dave is a solid keyword right yeah right yeah. they call me davy joe on headset because there sometimes there can be another dave on headset. so this okay. is davy joe okay so for instance uh uh the commercial breaks are two minutes long right so we have two minutes by the time they turn the red light on to go to a commercial till we come back right so we'll do you know a, a, a crowd participation thing we'll give away something in the crowd at staples center and then we'll go to the hero read and i see the hero read is 45 seconds long give or take and we're halfway through it and we're coming back from break in 10 seconds. And then our director says to me in my ear, speed it up, speed it up, speed it up. So then you hear me reading faster and faster and faster and faster. And sometimes I trip over my words because I have to yeah. read so fast. That's when you take the cues because you'll have several people talking, oh, get this ready, get that ready, get this ready. And then my director says, you get Dave, speed it up. Let's move. We got to get through it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Faster, faster. And you go, okay, that's when you take your cues. Other than that, you kind of, you kind of tune it up. There's, there can be 12 to 15 people talking at any given time. Wow. So it's not like you're just Holy sitting there by yourself smokes. talking amongst us. If it's just us, it's no big deal. But if you try to, if you put something in front of me and you say, okay, you got to, like, for instance, the first, uh, before the team takes the ice, there's like eight or nine reads that I have to get through sponsorship things that go up on the video board and everything. So there'll be conversations going on about, do we have the hero? Do we have the anthem singer? Are they ready? Are the carpets set up at center ice the way they should be? Is the monitor out there? Is it all these things are going on while I'm reading the first eight things. So you learn to tune those things out and say, just listen when they're talking directly to you. So it can be a little bit challenging at times, but after a while you learn to tune it out. It's just so crazy. Like as a fan, like just the whole spectrum of it, like the, the whole encompassing experience of being at a game like everything runs so smoothly and like you don't realize like how much of that stuff is going on like right. you said 15 different people probably right. doing 15 different things right plus you like it's 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 nuts and like i i think we take advantage of that it's like like everything goes so smoothly and like it's well that's what that's what we always say after like we get together sometimes after games and we talk about what what went wrong or what we would change or what went right and then we say oh this we kind of screwed up this we kind of this didn't go right and then you kind of look at the big picture and you look from above and you go, did anybody in the crowd notice that we messed this up or we didn't do this right? Not one. No, no, nobody picked up on it. Yeah. So what's the big deal? Like we want to be perfect all the time, but it doesn't always happen that way. You, you can't be perfect. No one's perfect all the time. But that's so also just do like the best you can. a credit to the craft though. Like where you want right. to be perfect every time, like right. regardless if somebody notices that you said Anze instead of Anze right, or right, something right. like that, like it's like, it's. That's well, real, I'll give you a friend. Like last impressive. game, last game, my I screwed up. I'll be the first to admit it. And I said, uh, I said, 
the referee came over and his microphone wasn't working. They were they challenging. I think they were challenging a goal or, or looking at the play to see if there was a goal when we played Vegas. And his mic, the rough's mic wasn't working. So he came over and he said, can you say that Las Vegas is challenging the play? And I said, yeah. So I flip on the mic. and I say, Las Vegas is challenging the play. OK, you guys aren't looking at me like I said anything wrong. But they're not Las Vegas. They're Vegas. Oh, uh, <laughs> I noticed no. it. And I went, shit. But it's also yeah. kind of but a nobody, day in Vegas. So nobody picked up. Nobody said mind. anything to me. Nobody tweeted me and said. we all know it's Las Vegas. Uh, right. But, but I'm going, son of a bitch. Yeah. Why did I just say that? Why did I, you know what I mean? And, and I'm hard on myself. So I say, why did I just say Las Vegas? It's Vegas. I got it written in front of me. It's Vegas. But yeah. it's a little thing like that. And that happens from time to time. And you just go, all right. Whatever. You get over it. Yeah, no one's going to know. Yeah, nobody, nobody knows the difference. I haven't called him Phoenix yet instead of Arizona. I called him Arizona. <laughs> well, which soon. I thought was going to be a big thing. Don't even start with that. Very soon, you're going to have to call him Houston. They, they do that for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I hate the fact that they use a, a wolf howl for coyotes. <laughs> They've apparently never never heard coyotes in, in Phoenix. That's great. You can, call, you can call them Phoenix all day long, and I'd, I'll applaud it every time. Yeah, they're Phoenix. <laughs> good to know. Good yeah. to know. All we're right. good. We're good. And then so. soon they'll, they'll be the Houston Coyotes, yeah. right, James? No, no. Houston's going to have the 33rd Who? team. Who? Houston. Okay. They're not going to 33 teams. Thank you. Yep. 32. Boom. Done. There's Batman too many teams as it is. That's a cash cow. Too many teams as it is, my friend. That's what I say. 32 yeah. is too many. How, how are you going to have more teams than the, the biggest league in the in the country, the NFL? No way. Not going to happen. No way. You have more than MLB already. Batman loves money. He does, but... Should be 26 teams. Maybe wow. 28. You, ha- you, have a, you, you get into the, the realm of, like, we're already diluting talent. Yeah, the Kings Way realm. too much. So... Way too you're much. going to expand it even more? Yep. For $100 billion. Okay, Seattle's million. next. Then you say Houston? No, no. Arizona moves to Houston. One billion dollars. One okay, billion dollars. <laughs> Apparently the show's over. <laughs> for that about for those of you at home, he's doing the uh, Dr. Evil thing. Yeah, and he's, he's, the headphones are off. Like The mic well, is... I'm he's done. not even talking yeah. to the mic anymore. The so. mic is pointed towards the sky right now. <laughs> and he's sweating. So there's that. It, yeah, that's sweating. just not... It, it's 50 degrees and he's sweating. It's just That's just James. <laughs> Well, thanks, so, guys. Yeah. Thank thanks you so me. much. Great, I, I was going to say, before we get to Avengers Endgame time, we should probably... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> April 26th. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> All right. So let's get out of here. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kings Rome Pod. Uh, also subscribe to the show on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Don't mind James in the background. He's he's done. What? <laughs> Leave us a voicemail at 562-317-0087. Uh, you can give James uh, drink tips. Uh, no, I got plenty. <laughs> drink water, <laughs> drink water, drink water. Got it. Yeah. The, those are the ones. Uh, that is the, the best adult drink you can have is water, right? Read yes. That somewhere. Yeah. Uh, also, check out uh, Guys in Shorts. They do things. They do things. Magic quit. I'm sure this week is going to be good. So, anyways. It's always a shame um, when the magic leaves the room, you know? Magic You've been waiting all night for that. Epic fashion. I just came out of that right now, off the cuff. Was it epic? I'm proud of myself. Yeah, it was. 
It was truly epic. All right, I'm going to listen to Guys and Shorts to hear about it because I don't care about hearing it from you. So, <laughs> check them out. Give them something to look forward to, James. Come on. Pump up that show. All right. All right, we're done. Dave Joseph. Thank you so much. Yes. This has been great. It's our longest podcast. I don't even care. All right. Not yeah. This has History been, not this has History been awesome. I love it. <laughs> I can't wait to edit this because I'm going to listen to all of it again. Thank uh, you. And then I'm going to listen to it again in my car because it's you. been so fun. Thank you. So, anyways. Thanks for the refreshments. Anytime. You are welcome back anytime. I appreciate that. And I will take you up on that. This is great. Perfect. All right. So, do you have plans tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Perfect. (laughs) For James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, Dave Joseph, I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Keeks, go! Go Keeks, go! Go Keeks, go! Hey, James, were you in the military? Suck it, Jordan. (laughs)